Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Somebody told me this was a podcast. We'll have a good laugh. All the boys are here. Four men are back now. Having the good times. Building the energy up. Feeling fine. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Idle Matinee podcast. Uh, let's just start with who's here this evening. My name is Benjamin. This is Greg. Bonsoir. Je m'appelle Gregoire. Chris is back. This is Chris. Hello guys, um, I'm back. Thanks for having me back as well. That's a really warm welcome that you've given me here, so enjoying it. Something I did notice not being here is actually that the podcast is a little bit better when you're not on it. That's what I realised. And when I say when you're not on it, I mean you three, because I said I had work commitments last week, but I haven't. I've actually been um, creating my own podcast out of the best bits of me. Um, So if anyone wants to listen to it, it's called Chris Packet. It's monthly. It's a monthly offering. I keep the brown bear, goes without saying. And but I've even when other people say stuff that I think is really good, I've started dubbing my voice over the top of it as well. So if there's bits, people who are fans of the podcast that do like the other people but would prefer it in my voice, they should listen to Chris Packet out monthly. Thanks for having we can, me we back. We just edit all that out. Can't we? And here's Johnny. I'm not getting into hypotheticals. Just wait for Sue Gray's report. So this is the perfect episode to listen to if you're a first-time listener. It's not an ongoing story, so that's fine. Uh, But for ongoing listeners, welcome back. Thank you. So how this podcast works is just four men. We're just going to be chatting about what we've done for the week. Then we're going to move on to some crazy subjects, improvs, comedy, or anything we've watched. And then we do something at the end called the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Now, this week, we've had some deep discussions about that, and Greg's gone... Do you want to say a few words about this? Or no, no, I, I just think personally, I think the brown bear detracts a little bit from the, the, the podcast and it's not as funny as it could be. Uh, it, I'm just, I'm, I just think me personally, my, my per- I think I've been rubbish on it. Um, and I think anyone, mm, listening to me, anyone listening to it would think, this guy's not funny. Yeah. If they just heard me at the brown bear, they'd think, this guy isn't funny. But I think, like, I, I think well, I have we'll my We'll see moments. today. We'll see today. This is more of a production conversation. Okay. Anyway, Chris, what have you been up to this uh Chris, unless you've been away for a week, what was going on? Oh, okay, yeah. Start. So, um, I think I had the Omicron variant. I did a test, gagged when it hit the back of my throat. I'm not gay. <laughs> Just thought I'd do a little COVID joke there. Um, you know, you don't. You know, you had... don't have to put them down your throat anymore. They just got the nose. Did you read the instructions? What gay men? Yeah, you can still be gay and have a gag okay. reflex. Can you? No, but the new the yeah. new the new test just oh, maybe go up, I'll reevaluate my decision. The new test just go up your nose. You don't have to put them in your throat. Yeah, that's well, the I, I gag a lot, so you don't have to put them down your throat. Lateral flows. Um, thanks for killing my buzz there, uh, Johnny. <laughs> um, I have, but I have had the variant though. I think I've had like this horrible cold, um, just a bit snotty in that. Um, I started Friends of the World. I couldn't believe there wasn't a Friends of the World. There's like Friends of the Earth and all that, but started Friends of the World, which is just people who enjoy the world. And they're welcome to join me and become a friend of the world with me. I found out that dolphins had clitorises. That's funny, isn't it? Because that's there for pleasure. I found out that just, I think it's this week, that incest has been made illegal in France for the first time since 1791. What the fuck happened in 1791 that made them allow it? And I've been watching Cobra Kai. 
because um, it's just it's palatable cheese for me. Uh, that's mm, nice. With the Omicron illness, was it, you say it's just a cold, is that what it felt like, a cold? Just Yeah, yeah. Well, I sneezed a couple of times, I got shivers all over my body, I was like, oh, this oh, is like a Ed bit... Oh, like Sheeran. <laughs> is that a ginger joke? No. Oh, that could be, yeah, but no, his um, song's called Shivers. Oh, uh, okay. Um, no, it, um, but it did, it did make my freckles flare up. Um, so you've, you've had Omicron? Is your whole family? Oh, shoot. No, 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 no. I, I, I oh. passed all my LFTs, but I was showing up with the symptoms right, of sorry, people who had it, basically. So, but most likely, I think it's gone through. And these these tests, the LFTs that Johnny was referring to now, that are just up the nose, then their own their accuracy is really low. Um, then you factor in human error. It's amazing. It's right. it's amazing. Any of them get pick up. Go on, Johnny. Oh, and I was only going to say that my sister's got it and it's showing that she, every test she's done because they give them out free in the library, packs of 20, that showed her having them and me as not. So she's probably really got it. But then I, I heard, read a thing that said if you've had the vaccines and you, this woman had the vaccine and she kept taking the test for 11 days and it showed up negative on that lateral flow test, then after the 11th day she took a PCR and it showed up positive, it said the viral load is so low it doesn't show up on the yeah that's it that's it that would be the same with me having had it before and had all my all my jabs it's good to learn it's good to learn lovely lovely covid yeah lovely because if someone's got it then your family's got covid it doesn't matter if you go in the room with them every day does it uh i don't know i'm not really sure what the rules are so that should be fine because i i haven't like licked a plate or a knife and fork or anything no. Cool. Glad he said plate. I was thinking we were back in uh, 1791 in yeah, France at that moment. Well, it's illegal here, isn't it? <laughs> if, if only you lived in France. <laughs> so use, we use, just, breathing uh, in, just breathing in next to them, that wouldn't give me COVID, would it? What, next to a plate? Yeah. Well, I'll have to bring her dinner in and I sit and chat with her for a couple of hours. No, that's all right. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be fine. As long as you don't, as long as you don't have the vaccine, you'll be all right. I've looked down my throat. I've looked down my throat. Is no, it so uh, you're gonna you dish out some juice. I see you got some juice. Is it all done? Oh, I was just, just chatting. Is, are you all done? Friendly chat. I'm all done. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, what have I done this week? Well, I started a new scheme called Planet Pals a day before Chris did. Um, and as long-term <laughs> listeners, we're well aware of his long track record of plagiarism. Um, I haven't really done very much this week. Well, you um, started your own podcast with just your bits in it. Oh, I tell you what did happen. I was in the bar. I was having a bath getting ready on uh, to go over to Maxine's on Friday got out the bath plug out a few seconds later poof, all the lights gone off <laughs> next thing Nina's going there's a war coming through my lights oh shit yeah. that's my nightmare that's my worst yeah, nightmare yeah. Oh, obviously my lights wouldn't come on so I tried to put the plug in but most of the water had gone down so then I had to get a work light and plug because I could plug it into the actual mains because all the lights had gone out and then take off the big pan. I've got a big wooden panel on the side of my bath. But then my dad's made a sort of uh, skirting board but out of the, the tiles. So there's not much room. And then he filled up all under the bath with fiberglass. Yeah, of course. The Spanish way. Yeah, the Spanish way. Well, you're not, you're not <laughs> going to throw it away, are you? No. So I had to pull all that out. I was looking for ages to find the doubt. And I thought, oh, I'll just leave it. Leave it off. And my sister's going, there's water dripping out of the light. And I was like, we'll put a bucket under it. So she worked that out and then moved her rug. My rug's wet. Would be. It's under the light sweet up. So she reckoned she could just live with lamps, and I said, I'll come back and have a look. Um, so four days later, I went back, and I don't know. I uh, know, but uh, the lights did come back on when it dried. I said, t- told her I'd put them back on. Um, yeah, what, managed to fix the switch. 
Yeah, yeah. You just wait till it's oh, leave okay. it a day to dry and then turn it turn it back on. It's only so what was it? Down. Well, um, what happened? I can see underneath, and you've at the bottom, you've got the overflow pipe coming down, and then you've got the waste pipe underneath. And I was looking, and there was a little there's like a plastic, uh, not screw, but. A, What's it called? Like a, anyway, plastic thing that I tightened up. But there was, then I rang my dad and he was shouting at me for ages to tell me what it was, and I couldn't understand. And then I worked it out. It's actually where the waste pipe meets the bath. You, um, the rubber bit in there sometimes goes, so you unscrew the uh, the metal plug bit, uh, clean the rubber, put silicon around it, squeeze it back up, and tighten it up, and then. Uh, let it dry and then rub more silicon around it. It's easy. It'd be probably it'd probably be quicker just to look it up on YouTube. To be Real honest, fair play. Welcome to the DIY podcast. <laughs> Back again uh, <laughs> with another tip on how to do something at home. Yeah, uh, that wasn't as exciting as I thought it might be. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think of one myself. <clears throat> you, I wrote a quiz. Oh, who's yeah. that for? Uh, because, you know, Johnny doesn't like doing his quizzes anymore, and I thought, oh, I'd, I'd, I'd do a quiz. We don't well, have to do it now, though. Maybe later on in the podcast. Yeah, we'll look when... forward to that. <laughs> um, <the> other... <laughs> Question one. How's your week been, Greg? Um, I, I can't remember. I've done nothing of import. Of import. Fixed, I've got fixed anything. No photos, no Tinder. No uh, jobs. No, no, to everything. Did I see something with photography? I, went, I, I took the drone out because I went up the church to try and get a nice, because I wanted to follow up my other photo. Did the vicar say, oh, lovely drone. And then, no, the, no, the vicar did. Some guy came up and thought I was, like, said, oh, what are you doing? Angel. What are you doing? And I was like, because I was just ducking down, I was just crouching down, trying to. Behind a hedge. Trying to, no, not just in the middle of the graveyard, trying to set up my drone. And then he said, he said, what are you doing? So I was on the defensive, ready to go, I'm just taking some fucking photos, mate. I'm a published photographer. You can't fucking tell me what to uh, Yeah, but then, because um, I thought, oh, he's probably one of the people in the house and he thinks I'm going to fucking spy on his house, whatever. Guy came over and was like, oh, what are you doing? Uh, and I said, oh, taking photos. And he's like, what, in the ground? I was like, no. Like, no, it's a drone. I'm just setting the drone up to go up into the sky. And he's like, oh, right, okay. And then he was, he was okay. I thought he was being a knob, but he wasn't. And then he was really chatty and was asking me questions about the electric bike and everything else. And then so I got to, like so I ended up saying obviously I ended up saying well actually one of my photos was uh, being published and uh, so I showed him the article and then the vicar came over and was and then said uh, yeah and was inquiring about it as well and they said like oh you you scared my family and I was like well, I don't remember his family being anywhere near the drone when I took off but I think they just saw it. And we're like, Daddy, is it? What's it? Do? I don't know. Fuck knows. It's the devil. But then I, I realised <laughs> that maybe Jesus. I should I should announce to people. To be fair, I shouldn't have been. I probably wasn't meant to be flying there. I don't know. I don't know the rules. Like, um, I mean, I do know the rules. You're like Boris <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> uh, I'm not meant to. I can't admit to that on a. But I do. I mean, I do know the rules. I've got my license. I'm, I made the rules. <laughs> I'm allowed to earn money from my photographs. I don't do hypotheticals. Uh, so I said, Oh yeah, maybe I should probably announce to everyone that what I'm doing. I'm not. Like, I don't know, spying on people, I guess. I'm not, but, a, yeah, they're okay. They were, but you do look like the left. kind of guy that would spy on people with a drone, don't I? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, maybe I do. Maybe get a small megaphone and just shout droning six times before yeah. you take droning, off. droning, <laughs> just taking photos, picturesque landscape photos. Chris, put your, put your top on, then love, announcing what you're doing. I'm not getting up until 10 o'clock in the afternoon, in the morning, <laughs> and then I'm watching a bit of TV, having two bowls of cereal, doing a bowl and going I'm back high. to bed. I'm always high. Oh yeah, I had an idea uh, for you, Greg. Mm-hmm. Either uh, additional or instead of odd job man, IKEA man. 
yeah. people pay good money for the someone flat to packers. Yeah. yeah, IKEA stuff's already delivered. You don't need a van. Well, that, you just whiz round with your with your rucksack. That would be part of the. That would be. Into, I could have put that on the list of because people odd pay jobs. people pay like twenty odd pound. Because some of them they and it says on the packet as well whether you need one or two people. Mm. So they can't get you to put a two man uh, wardrobe. That would up. be part of the Greg experience. <laughs> Um, and don't feel tempted to go I can do it on my own and then break their IKEA stuff yeah and I, I think IKEA stuff would do my head in to be honest it's yeah no fuck that I don't want to I don't want to do any of that shit I don't, I don't really want to do any odd jobs I, think, uh, I mean <laughs> I think rather than odd I think bigger jobs not so odd maybe big like big odd jobs I said that's, that's what Com- huh? Commercial airline HS2. pilot. HS2. No, no, I'm, I'm okay at the moment. I think um, stuntman. We'll see. How, we'll see, how, we'll see when the money cut starts rolling in for this for this photo. This sweet sweet photo. At least a pound a pot. Three pound. I imagine. How are we going to get from that? <laughs> sweet. Uh, well, if you invest that in Bitcoin, but I don't. But it has given me faith in the well in my creative abilities. Anyway, the fact that I've got done something creative and it's actually worked. What? Why can't the podcast? Yeah, no, I, didn't, I didn't mean for life I meant while you're waiting for the other stuff to take oh, yeah, off no, I mean, no I'm not against doing a bit of work here. But well, I, just I, said I you don't want to careful. do it no I hate it huh <laughs> do what <laughs> do the uh, Ikea stuff uh, yeah no not Ikea necessarily. I, I don't know you should like. learn to play guitar <sighs> so then if you have Tinder dates you can play music to them what <sighs> like serenade them and stuff like I reckon you'd be good at that. So lame. Why is my, it my brother, lame? My brother, always, my brother plays guitar. Oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, and just because he does it, you can't do yeah, it. Yeah, well, I, I, no, well, I play a different instrument. Why, why have two guitarists in the... Violin. In the family. No, I play, I play uh, keyboards. piano. Full, yeah, 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 full drum kit. Oh, piano, that's what we're well, around as well. Only, it's the instrument that I know I could play the best. You know, if you say, if, if I was to have to learn a language, it'd be French. If I had to learn a, an instrument, it'd be piano. As I'm the, probably the best at those... I mean, instrument, well, language and yeah. instrument, respectively. Should I tell my retail story about the guy that went nuts at me? I might as well tell it. Cause oh, yeah, yeah. You've, you've, yeah. you've, you've had, I haven't told you've, you've you it, have I? Sto- you've got more... Um, Chris, you haven't heard this either, have you? This week. So I've, no, heard, no, I've no, got no, a story rescue. this week. Right, so, okay. You, I've got, like, a few more days left in my current job working in the phone shop because I got made redundant, as I spoke about ages ago on the podcast. I've got eight days left or something like that. Uh, so here we go. So something I've always wanted to do, and that's be a complete cunt to a customer. But I've obviously ha- always held back because I'm a, a true professional. And I would never do it, obviously, unless a customer is a cunt to me. I was in the shop the other day. Me and my colleague were talking to this lovely old boy um, and then another customer came in. He was like just st- staring at the phone for like 10 minutes. We both just ignored him. And I thought, well, I'm not going to go and talk to him. I can't be fucked. Uh, uh, what's the point? Uh, I don't, I don't, why well, give myself work to do? Right. So he stood, ar- he stood around he for like 10 minutes. He was sat on the chair looking at your computer, weren't you? Yeah, basically I'm just sat on my chair, my hands in my pockets. So he walks out the shop and then he walks back in the shop, looks around again. Then he walks out the shop and then he sort of comes back and stands in the doorway. So he's sort of waiting for someone to talk to him and like, I'm not talking to him. No one's talking to him. The other guy gets up to walk out and go, see you, mate. Bye, like that. And then this other guy is walking away at the same time. He says, I've been waiting here 10 minutes and no one's even served me. And I go, okay, I was talking to this guy. He goes, doesn't need two of you to serve him, does it? I go, yeah, well, it does actually because we were both helping him. And he goes, right, well, I want to buy a phone then. I go, all right, well, yeah, we've got, there's loads there. You can have a look. <laughs> and he goes, this isn't the kind of customer service I want, like that. And so he starts to walk off. And as he walks off, the other guy leaves at the same time. So I say goodbye to the other guy. I go, see you later, mate, take care. And he thought I was talking to him. He goes, yeah, he goes, you, you're fuck it, you fucking bald cunt. Like that to me, yeah. And then he turned around and went, woo! 
handbag. He turned around and fucking stormed right back into in to see me. And he goes, he, he comes up to me and he was going, he, he said something like, oh, that's right. He goes, you're a fucking cunt. You just work in a fucking shop. Look at you, fucking retail that. And I'm going, oh, okay, like this, uh, like that. And then he walked out again. Then he walked off again. And as he walked off that time, I went, ooh, handbags again. <laughs> and then when he came back again, that's when I put my leg up. So I was like, if he fucking... No, that's what... Did no, you, no, what, did you, did you right. actually say handbags? Yeah, yeah, I can go, ooh, handbags. I don't think you need to say handbags. I think you just have to go, ooh. No, but that's I don't good. Think you I have like, to say handbags. You don't have to, but I did like doing that. <laughs> that's, that's a bit weird. And then when he goes, I want your name and I go nah and then he goes give me your name and then he started grabbing my badge like my lanyard and fucking like and I was going oh get off me oh, like this to him right and then like that's when I put my foot up and I thought if he fucking goes me I'm gonna have to just so he came back again. yeah then he comes back again I'm gonna have to just boot him out of the way and then he like and he goes you're a fucking cunt again then just slams the laptop down throws the fucking tablet yes, and you, yeah. oh, you missed that you had your hands up in this sort of defense position oh, yeah, and, and like your legs up him out. but then when he realized he wasn't gonna do anything you bent your hands down into the sort of classic <laughs> gay boy flicking. position and they started going shoo shoo yeah, yeah I was sort of shoo your hands, which by, at that point I was pissing myself and then the final and then he walks out again and as he walks out that time I went Ooh, once more like just fucking every time he walked out I kept doing it and then he didn't want to come back for any more I reckon the last so. time he probably thought it was just something that was triggered by the door so yeah it will was... just shank you on your way home yeah. so, like, it, it was very satisfying <laughs> very satisfying because real good I watched that in Morrison's because I was in Morrison's saw it I clicked on it and it made me angry just watching the video in Morris because you said you went because I, I think I would have punched him in the face it's the same, that's, that's what, what I said, said. I said if he, mm. as soon as he touched that lanyard I'd have smashed the yeah, fuck yeah, out of him yeah. I'd, 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 I'd have been like out my neck I'd have gone I'd have gone oh like that I'd grab my neck so that on camera it looked like I'd, he'd hurt me and then I'd just got up and gone smash and hit you him don't even have to do, well you shouldn't say it on here but apparently you're well within your rights if someone not only if someone attacks you if you think they're about to attack you you're allowed to do oh, a yeah, preemptive strike yeah. Yeah. So he was, the way he was acting it was like you, I thought he was going to hit me so if I, you could, you if could, I could go back in time and do you don't that need, you didn't need to because he's a weed but I'm no, saying no, like, he wasn't yeah, a big rock, guy yeah. but, so if I could go back in time and do that again I would do that but obviously I wouldn't hit him yeah. but I'd do the thing you just said when he grabbed the lanyard yeah, I'd fall like, to ah, the floor and start rolling around that would have been much better yeah that would have been perfect because you could have because that's what when your colleagues were saying oh you get him for done for assault that's if it weren't for the lanyard thing it'd be nothing but the fact he touched that and that's around your neck so, that is like him grabbing your neck well you yeah because I, mean? like, I was saying to him at work i obviously didn't do it hard most of those lanyards like, you can just pull off yeah, but yeah. my one you can't you could actually just strangle me with it hopefully he probably listens to this and go, oh good to know i'll go back in and strangle him with it well, I was going to say, if you were rolling around on the ground, uh, when he was kicking you in the head and stomach, would you have gone, ooh, every time he kicked you or just kicked, done an extended, ooh? Um, I've always thought about that. And I do think, <laughs> I don't think, you, you never know how you're going to act until it actually happens. And afterwards, I'm always, my heart is always like pumping after these situations and I've no control over that. You're like always Correct. like you're hyper adrenalized because it's happened a few times I always think oh my god this is the worst but I do think when it comes down to it if I was getting beaten up I've got a feeling I would just be going oh, acting all like weird and I think that's the best way to act uh, well, like, if, it, well, if it's a weed and they're not actually doing any damage then yeah but that's not the best way to act if you're yeah. beating up no yeah no, when, not, when, no. It when it happens if the person wants to I mean it's not going to scare it's not like a bear I mean they're not going to go like oh well no that's not what you do to a bear if like, someone's beating you up in a pub what if you go don't hurt me well yeah if you scream like a girl then everyone, yeah. hopefully that'll bring enough attention and everyone will be like oh he's a fucking girl he's a he's an absolute pussy little weed boy we, let's help him
never know how you're going to react because I think I had about five or six blokes that had tripped me over and they were shooing me and stamping on my head and I chose to use without without thinking about it the puff of fish uh, defence where I just made my head swell up and started bleeding everywhere all over my That's clothes. That's a good idea actually. Yeah. <laughs> like they, blood in their eyes. I don't because and your head never went down, did it? <laughs> no, never did. That's that's why I look like a deep sea diver's helmet. And that fucked my shoes up as well. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, so I didn't really do much this week, and I've watching. To, I've watched Afterlife, Eternals. Uh, Puppet Master. Got lots of stuff to talk Let's about. Let's talk about TV. Eternals first. Then. Oh, it's right, actually, I'll just say there was one thing that happened to me this week. I went into Morrison's and I went to go into the till. I thought I had to buy some stuff for my sister and stuff for myself in the uh, in my basket. Um, and I let you have to you have to lean out and lean near people to get the bags. So I got a bag. I only needed the one. But I accidentally picked up two, and I said to the woman, "Oh, sorry, uh, I picked up two bags, and I don't want to lean back over that." She oh, took it off me. Then I put it down scanned the bag first do you know how much Morrison's bags are plastic bags 10p 60p oh they must they yeah, must be keep- weight trows weight trows are 50p but they have good quality they must ones. be keepers no they're not the bags for life they're just normal plastic bags with a different handle you never fucking remember to take them with you do you so you end up buying it you have to buy a, Why new a rucksack so bollocks. I told her to stick her stick her bag up her ass. yeah it's good to have a rucksack I've never seen anyone get bar- buried with any of their bags for life 60p hey <laughs> Well, apparently Morrison's are doing a thing where rather, you know, when you do, um, what's it called, where you buy stuff for the food bank, the, for the food bank, one of their staff came up with a new idea where when you get to the till, you can donate one pound, two pound or three pound and they've already put stuff in bags because apparently the food banks get like too many bags of crisps or people don't know what to buy for people. And then I saw that and it's like you can get all that food for a quid and that bag 60p. It is for life, though. That that food's going to be tomorrow's shit. That bag, you can take that bag. That bag might be ripped. You can take it back and they'll replace it with a brand new bag. 60p. That's the problem. Like, a lot Do of they? People, yeah. yeah, for like, that's why they call oh, them bags always for life. Not because they last life. forever. It's just an, like an idol. There's a lot of people, there's Both. a lot of controversy because people get them for Christmas, don't they? And they just get rid of them after Boxing Day when the family get bored of them. They do. They just play with them for the day and then that's it. It's just a lot of commitment, isn't it? Yeah, well, you just throw them in a the canal drown a bag for life in a bag for life a load of bricks <clears throat> I might just start buying the food bank banks. so has anyone watched so this week on Disney Plus or last week The Eternals came out and it's not a film I'd pay to go and see at the cinema but we all watched The Eternals now haven't we every single one of us has seen it Yeah. so it might yeah. be good for us all to give our thoughts on it one thought I had is it's 7,000 years and only one person's learned sign language <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that's the that's the the one the fast one the one who's like the flash and can run really fast everywhere. What, he's learned sign language. Yeah, she's no, he's the, the one s- that can. Oh, she is. He's the one that can control people's minds. He's the one that's learned sign language. But he's isn't the, he? Yeah, so two of them have Drug. Two of Druig. Druig. Yeah, Druig. And they've all got accents. So are they based on people? Or have they just picked up accents from being on Earth? Because they've all got their own accents, haven't they? They're the mm. actors. So Richard Madden's got a Scottish accent. Bar- Barry Keown or whatever has got an Irish accent. The one who plays Druig. Druig. Um, Gemma Chan just got an English accent. Accent. The accents sort of relate to the actors, don't they? Mm-hmm. Natural voices, I think. I don't think yeah, no, but I'm method. saying that. So that that tr- yeah, it's nothing to do with the comic book. It's nothing to do with the comic book. Yeah, but the characters. So why have they all got those? Because usually, if someone they're all from the, pla- the planet Olympia or whatever. Usually in things like that, you know, say so you've got well, the elven. Not, are they? They're created, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're like oh, robots. Yeah, but they're, they're yeah they're they're created, but they're from a planet. They're still from the planet Olympia. They, they're created and put on a planet. He created a planet well, for Jack them as Kirby, well. Yeah, okay. Jack Kirby created, created fucking, him. I reckon he was on a lot of mind bending drugs. Yeah, fucking. They they didn't think that through. I felt like it was being. How long has that the Eternals story been about? 
quite, quite a long time. Yeah, Jack, Kirby, seems like, Jack Kirby did it in, was it the late 60s? There's just too yeah. much going on in the Marvel Universe now for them to fucking exist. It's another one, it's like, because like, what's his face? Jon Snow, who plays Gemma Chan's boyfriend in it. Well, the, both the Game of Thrones guys, in a, 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 one says uh, X, so thingy, Richard Madeley, Richard Madden, um, <laughs> fucking the guy who plays Rob Stark, he's... Uh, yeah he plays Icarus who's like the most powerful and again why is he the most powerful why is the leader not the most powerful one Ajak who's the leader is Salma Hayek he, she's not the most powerful one he is Icarus is that's not always is. the then, case is it I suppose yeah. in certain societies yeah, however they did apparently they, I, I didn't read the original comic books I know I've seen the drawings and they're like mad Jack Kirby style drawings but um, I, they, they didn't stick anywhere near the story and on what the characters no, yeah, are like. That makes anyway. sense. That, yeah, I was going to say they couldn't have done. It was but like then, an episode of Doctor Who. Jon Snow is like meant to be Gemma Chan's current boy. So the Eternals have sort of all meant to be secret now. They've been around for seven thousand years or whatever, protecting humanity, um, kind of, or not really protecting humanity, not getting in the way. I don't. It's a bit confusing, is it? Well, I, I I read like afterwards. I read a little bit more about it, and it, they're meant to have um, the guy because there's a guy in it who. You know the guy who's making like the steam-powered guns and all that. The the gay guy, Ooh, the black yeah, gay the, guy, yeah, the, the yeah. box ticker guy. And he's, and I drifted off after like ten minutes. To be, so. They were they've been on Earth because it does sort of explain that bit where the deviants will overtake the humans, but they need more humans on the Earth for this thing to be born from the planet, like an egg. Yeah, yeah so the emergence. They're the ones the new, that the actually, new celestial. Yeah. Uh, celestial. It's all like the whole Galactus thing. Yeah. So, so let's start from the beginning. The, the main the, beginning, like God. So he's meant to be like an Old Testament type God, isn't he? Basically, the the um, it, well, that's who you could compare him to. So he's meant to be around from the beginning. So he was. He just popped. There's no explanation where he came from. It's in the beginning there were the celestials, and the most powerful celestial was Artemis, whatever his name is. Um, can't that's not. It's something beginning with A. <coughs> Um, Arthur Arthur <laughs> it's Arthur first there was Arthur and then he goes right so there's, there's, there's other so there's other celestials like EastEnders and then yeah. other celestials get born like out of worlds made they're all made out of worlds well, it's because new life in the universe comes out of destruction so yeah. there's a, some there's this creature in, or god or whatever inside the planet and it needs a certain amount of life to develop yeah. so that it can be born and destroy that planet but the seeds of that will create more far life, more life yeah, in the yeah, universe yeah. he made that's the deviants it. why did he make the deviants I didn't write the exactly, book because yeah, yeah, he, he makes the deviants for some reason yeah and they're good then, to begin with and then, they, and then they fuck up so yeah. he has to make the Eternals to stop the deviants yeah. and they find out they're all robots but there must be loads of more Eternals somewhere else that we've never seen well that's yeah but then the thing they cut out which I read afterwards was you know little Spark the kid one called Spark Sprite Sprite <laughs> named mm. after the can of, co- can of Coke <laughs> um, Sprite what, what kind of Sprite um, oh that makes more sense yeah Sprite is meant to where that guy evolves people by making machines and that Sprite is meant to have evolved people by showing them uh, visions of gods and stuff like this for them to worship and they're, they're meant to like make humans evolve but it doesn't really explain that properly because it's cut certain scenes isn't, out isn't Sprite yeah. a little bit like that little girl in Interview with a Vampire as well she yeah. wants to fuck but and she's the too young the thing yeah. I thought was odd about it one thing one other thought I had was you know they're meant to be like over 7,000 years well it shows a bit at the beginning where they're fighting on a beach and then it just shows this Indian wedding that she has where she gets married but that's it you see nothing else they, apart from modern day that. The, the and she goes oh we were married 5,000 years our relationship was 5,000 years well can you show us a little bit more of that relationship it, it doesn't flick around it doesn't flick around the way normal films do either the way it jumps between times isn't it sort of expected it seems like out of place you know when you usually have a flashback it's, oh that's quite clearly a flashback yeah. scene and there's not too many of them it, does, it did it sort of every other scene and it thought like it's like it was trying to be pop like do something clever and it was just like, it well, was it's really too, crap it's too much for one film but it doesn't warrant two films 
does it? No. It wouldn't be like a end game and what they should have done because at the end of it you know when it says the Eternals will return and you've got them on a ship like the boring Guardians of the, the Galaxy went, oh no yeah. <laughs> but really they should have sort of spread that film over two films no but it wouldn't have because it doesn't warrant it because it's shit yeah but they should have done more flashbacks and done more years with them they should have made a better film then, yeah, would do you know have, what yeah. I mean because you do get the sense that I, I do get what they're trying to do with it where they've been here forever and you've never seen them because they stayed out of everything so, just meant so to when Thanos came they thought we'll just stay in bed but, but they, well, didn't, exactly. they didn't need to do anything because well I suppose they did didn't they because they destroyed half the humans yeah. so they probably did need to yeah, exactly. the Eternals really needs to be in its own universe yeah. And they can't, so yeah exactly it doesn't make sense how the universe has crossed over because obviously Jon Snow that's what I was trying to say earlier Jon Snow as Gemma Chan's new boyfriend who doesn't know who's yet Black Knight hey he, he becomes the Black Knight. Oh, right, I was wondering who the fuck he's he meant to be. He becomes the Black Knight, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because so, um, he's the stinger. That was the stinger at the end. I didn't get that. what that was. Yeah, but, uh, well, can I finish my fucking nut. point? Sorry, yeah. Because... Um, uh, yeah, so he, he tries to say about... John Snow tries to say about Thanos at the beginning. He goes like, so why didn't you do anything? So they, they obviously realise they have to explain that away. And there's always, oh, because we can't get involved with humans... It was half the universe he's wiped out. Like, mm. it wasn't just fucking humans, and surely that included eternal, like all, anything the Eternals have fucking done. Every, all these planets that they've had other gods come out of planets and create more life. Surely the shit that Thanos wiped out. Why? It didn't make any sense. They're not getting involved. Maybe it's just so a load of old powerful. shit. Maybe it's, it's a load of old shit. Well. Oh, oh, could. Um, but and that was the thing. It, that was and that, the problem with that it being such a load of shit. That was the problem with the the, the, the script because there's good actors in it. Richard Madden's not a bad actor, but. He, him and Gemma Chan like uh, particularly I think struggled with some of the lines they were just like they knew what they were saying was dog shit but the, the American actors they sort of rose to the occasion a bit more I think and they sort of they're more in, more in their element and delivered all the lines I mean still cheesily but they didn't they seemed more comfortable with the shit dialogue whereas yeah the English actors I think seemed a bit more like oh god I can't believe I'm saying this like Gemma Chan just she was acting like the wrote like a uh, part in and like, humans or whatever when she's an android she sounded exactly the same Chris, what were you going to say? Sorry, mate, yeah. I was going to say, is it um, uh, Oscar Isaac who's going to be the Moon Knight? Yes, the, it is. It, yeah. yeah. So he's going to be... Have you seen any trailers of that? Yes, yeah. I have. White, he's white got his Batman with... You know, no. White Batman with multiple personalities. He's doing Marlon Brando. He's doing an English accent. No, he's not. He's doing, like, Alan Bates. Oh, right. In the Midlands. Weird. <laughs> it's like this weird accent. But it's really... He's yeah, already... It's because he's, he's got five personalities and Moon Knight, so he does a different funny voice for each personality, so you know when he's a different person because he doesn't change physically. He's already um, He's already that thingy, uh, the Egyptian bad guy in X-Men, wasn't he? He's oh, was always, he? Yeah, yeah, he's already yeah, character. But I know, I mean, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds was Green Lantern as well, but that's uh, DC, isn't it? Moon Knight would be so, good if you yeah, put he was all I'm saying he was, yeah, but he was also Deadpool. Deadpool in the crap um, X-Men Origins one, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that's when he, still playing the same character. Yeah. yeah, but a completely different version. He had no mouth and yeah, he had was, lasers was coming X, out of his eyes. Weapon 11 or whatever. Weapon X, they did mutilate him, didn't they? Yeah. It gets confusing when there's like the Eternals when now there's so many films like over 25 films and they're all set in the same universe and then you're going to start getting this multiverse thing where you're going to bring well, other that's what I was people in. Yeah. The whole thing is going to get so convoluted and ridiculous like Doctor Who. Yeah. It is going down the same path of Doctor it's Who. Going, it's going... you get to, I was going to say you get to a point with Doctor Who you find where they've done everything like they've done so much stuff but everybody on the planet Earth knows what's happened like oh I remember when the Daleks came and I remember this and I remember yeah. that and in the end it's like oh yeah every other PTSD, day yeah. every other day fucking buildings are blowing up and shit's happening and why does I'll, tell, I, I'll just say I'll tell you exactly what it's like comics 
comics have been going so long that they have to keep restarting the universes and they're and getting rid of all the canon because they've made such a mess after five years that they have to start again. That's a good point. Yeah. Actually, comics, the comic book world is such a fucking mess. The way, I mean, yeah. they've restarted like DC universe six or seven times since I've been alive. Yeah. So it and makes the sense, same, really. Yeah. The, 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 the cinematic Marvel, whatever the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is probably nowhere near. It's nowhere near as complicated yet as the. It would have been better book. if Thanos just destroyed the universe and everything, and they just started again with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with different actors. Uh, the, one other little thing I'd like to point out at the end of the film as well, which I thought was pretty shit, was you know when Harry Styles turns up as th- his brother, that mm. little fucking Oz- Patton Oswald voice in that little troll thing. That yeah. troll thing looked shit. It looked yeah, like that a CGI fucking. Was a that was the worst janky. CGI. It looked fucking rubbish, like it was some video game. From Didn't the, Patton like Oswald the... die of COVID this week? No, did he? Uh, no. Oh, well, no. I'm he was, sure I'd have heard that. Was the that. other one. No, he was cancelled, wasn't he, for sticking up or going against Joe Rogan? Who? Patton Oswald. He's in trouble for something else. I thought he died. That's no, some, something else. I think he's been cancelled. Why? I'll have to look it up. Oh, okay. Well, let Keep me talking. look it up while you guys fill the airs with fun chat. I'll tell you what I thought was interesting <laughs> that you'd have found out. Was Danny Dyer is supposed to be the next Doctor Who? I thought Danny Dyer was the next James Bond. Shut up, Johnny. You said Michael McIntyre was going to be the next yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah, I know, but so this is true. Well, I'm not listening to any no, of your not. fucking This is lies. true. I, was, I don't is. think Russell T. We, we, actually, we actually fell for that. We actually. Yeah, I know, because you're idiots. This is true. Wow. But don't. Down the wow. Don't fall for the wind up and then fall. And then fall. Get into the TARDIS. You get down the wow. Bing the bowl down the wow. Oh, you fucking marry it. It's just going to be Doctor Ooh. Oh, that's there you go. There we go. No, but that's it what is. It was that was it. Was a little zing. Oh, oh zing. Oh, zing. So let's talk about the. Sta- his yeah, to fuck be the next off. I don't believe it anyway. Let's talk about the. That's why he's not in EastEnders anymore because he's going to be Doctor Who. Yeah. On the duck. Hello, on the duck. Dan, it's Danny Dyer because he's still he's still filming for BBC, but he's got. Mike Reed's going to be the next Doctor Who. Yeah, but he, that way he doesn't have CGI. to. He, that way he can go and do other projects in between filming because with EastEnders he has to pr- film all the time. Well, and Doctor Who fans hate women; they're misogynists. Yeah, we're cracking Doctor Who. You don't like Doctor Who? No, I hate it. It's shit. And you also hate women. No, I used to like it when I was a kid, but then you asked me, I was around Barry's one, one day, and he goes, this is Doctor Who, and I thought it was a parody, I thought it was a joke that he was showing me, is, that, is this actually Doctor Who, the acting and everything, and it was so bad? Mm, well, but you're a fan, I've I'm always not. watched it, so I don't, I, 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 it's a hate watch. You're so a creature Eternals, of habit. It did have a couple of good, I mean, a couple of good set pieces, a couple of good fights, some of the CGI was alright. Was that EastEnders? No, the, so a couple of the fight scenes weren't bad in Eternals, but... Yeah, it was. It was still a mess. I actually thought you were talking about Doctor Who. Horrid mess. It was just. It was just, it was just yeah, it was long. The, the actors weren't into it. They knew. Half Why do them, all these films have to be four fucking hours? Half two of them hours. knew that uh, it was no, shit. It's not that important. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think they knew they were making something shit as well. And, and also, it was hilarious how how jacked fucking Camille Noy got Noyar, whatever his fucking name is, the one from Silicon Valley, the Indian guy from Silicon Valley. He was oh. the only one who trained. He got like really jacked. The arms. immortal body. It made him look even smaller. Like his body was small, but his arms are like quite jacked. But then it, when people like that work out, they it makes them look small because they're all everyone on screen. Squat. Most people are really short. Yeah. Anyway, they're a lot shorter than you think they are. But then when they get big like that, they look even shorter because like they're wider sort. Of thing um do you yeah. think they would have been better off doing a tv series first to build up all their characters and then do a big film uh i do think that would have been better as a tv series in itself yeah not but even then they could, yeah but you wouldn't get those actors no sure to do well, you t- never know do you nowadays disney money you can get fucking yeah. all sorts but they, they, what, I did, what i did um i have just finished watching just now is the the fourth episode of um the boba fett 
book. Oh yes, I, oh, oh, I haven't watched the fourth. I've watched the first three. I haven't watched those. three. Yeah. I don't the want any spoilers. One is Droid Tastic. Okay, okay, it's okay that's, that's enough. Absolutely wicked. Don't want any more. No, I know. I just want to say more about that because obviously I said, oh, what's the point? It's more Man and stuff. Obviously, because it's more about him setting himself up as a leader on Tatooine. It's not so much about the Mandalore. Like the yeah. Mandalorian yeah. was about the yeah about where Boba Fett's armor and everything came from yeah. obviously the story but it's completely different the tone yeah. and everything's completely different I also haven't watched I'm not up to date on celebrity um, coach, coach trip, trip either yeah, I which like I think that. is going to be a letdown I'm a, a, I, last one I saw was Tuesday I think I do hate the women from Birds of a Feather I think they're absolute bitches with all that yellow card thing and as soon as it gets to them they fucking turn didn't they they turn they're, they're bingo yeah, don't watch that. I'm, they're watch wank, yeah. I'm not going to watch any of that no don't, don't, but, don't. I, Bob Fett, I just want to say about Bob Fett it's, uh, it seems like he's on the coach trip think about Bob Fett Tamura Morrison plays Bob Fett right and th- that gives him like once for warriors he's a big Maori yeah, guy yeah, yeah. and the guy who played Jeremy well, he's Django name? Fett isn't he Jeremy yeah he's Django Fett originally but the guy who played him in the Jeremy Bullock who played the, mm. uh, Bob, was the original Boba Fett and he's quite a slender, slim guy. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, so obviously he goes into the, the Sarlacc and he comes out. It looks like he's eating his way out of the Sarlacc because he's fucking, he comes out and he's tongue. You would have thought he'd lost a bit of weight yeah. or it might have like, done him a bit of mischief Maybe he being did. in the Sarlacc. Maybe but, yeah. he was using his flamethrower to actually start cooking it, it and eating out, it like a barbecue. Turns out there's a fucking gym down in the Sarlacc, a gym and like loads of, any, all you can eat. I suppose you could eat the Sarlacc, so yeah. He just ate bits of the Sarlacc and then worked did out. Did that destroy your suspension of disbelief? No, I, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't mind, I didn't mind um, him being reshaped. On this number three, I'd, I'll just say I didn't like the mods. Uh, the mods on what? On, on scooters. His... Oh, yeah, yeah, they were a bit. That was a bit much. Mm. I was like, how how clean were their fucking clothes and that? And, and it's like you were living you were living in the desert. Yeah. they didn't they didn't really make much sense. So, it wasn't. I mean, Star- I liked their scooters. That wasn't my Star Wars. They, 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 were, they were straight out of Back to the Future too, weren't they? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Was they 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 bit, from, like? It was a bit cyberpunky. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they come in, rip self, and make fine. Anything in Blade Runner or something else? Then yeah, they'd been fine. But they would have been in Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, but no, but mostly I liked. I quite like the uh, the ninjas, the, the space ninjas. They're quite fun. Um, that's in the first. Oh, episode. So before, and I've heard a flashback. The sand the people, yeah. The story of the sand people him getting to yeah. like, no, they're yeah. learning to fight, stick fight with the sand people because they've been cool. hard done by throughout the Star Wars universe <laughs> over time, and it just shows you what a bastard young Skywalker. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Anakin Skywalker was. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's because they were raping in, his mum. So the the Obi Wan series comes out soonish as well and he's Hayden Christensen's reprising his oh, sort of Anakin Skywalker Darth Vader for that um, he hasn't yeah, done anything hunt, hunting Obi-Wan he hasn't been in a movie since fucking that jump or something has he that he, hasn't got, he won't have a leg to stand on will he if he's doing that Oh, his legs cut off. Uh, Toast of Tinseltown. So I watched the whole thing now, and I thought it's not very good at all. And the weird thing is, I went back and watched some of the other toasts, and it's totally different. And I think because they've got too many cameos of too many big name actors, they let them lot all steal the show yeah. and do whatever they want. And all he does is go, "What? What's going on? Huh? Who's this?" In every scene, he's always like really confused. And I've got a part in the Star Wars movie. I think Which relies, he has. I think it relies That's on the in joke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he he does, is actually. Yeah, 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 it's a joke. Yeah, but then yeah. So that was my thoughts on it because I went back. I, I watched it all, and I went back and thought, right, I'll watch another one. And he, well, when we he, he's in Star Wars, he's in, he's in, he's in that Boba Fett thing. He's one of the droids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But he's, isn't he? In, isn't he in one of the other? Doesn't he do a voice in one of the other ones? As yeah, well? he's a droid, I think. Yeah. So I went back and watched the early toast. And it's one of the ones where he's on a date with this um, girl. 
But yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. Matt Berry makes it, so it's all about him. And when he's yes. doing his like toast, like full on toast, it's brilliant. Like the show's amazing. But because they did that and chucked like Fred Armisen in it and like all these ca- big characters, they all have to have their scenes all the way through it. And like the Paul Rudd bit and the bit of the party where they're David Bowie and that, I, mm. and that, I just thought it, I, to, for me it didn't work at all. It's all ass kiss, isn't it? it? All, that, all that stuff, transatlantic crossover shit. It's all like yeah. shake. Like the, they were sort of doing each other favors, sort of thing. I don't know. There's obviously mutual respect there, I, but then they've, they've sort of. Well, I up, haven't seen it. And it's strange. One other Matt thing. Matt Berry's thing. got massive following in America. That's yeah, what yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. Yeah. The, and the whole then, show is like a bit like Mandy. Well, not as much like Mandy, but it's all like a dream sequence. Like none of it, it's all <clears> really disjointed. And he'll jump mm. from one. It's good that it's sort of good, but it's it's odd, just odd. Anyway, that and then we watched Mandy. And Mandy, I thought, was fucking weird. Yeah. Like, I like, I like, it. I like I, it as well. I think it's so stupid. It's like yeah. Tommy. It's just fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going to space, getting her like head decapitated, like just stupid, like really <laughs> fucking yeah. stupid. When she's going up for a fag in the toilet and her hair's caught and whatever, <laughs> yeah. it's I'm like straight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Matt Berry's Jabba the Hutt's torture droid. Ah, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a couple things I watched. Uh, I did watch. I watched them this week. I can't remember what day it was, but London News. It was quite an awful. It was quite strange. It had a bit about Boris, then a bit about green charges in London, then a lovely long bit about Josh Whitcomb being on tour. And the newsreader was amazed that he is talking about parenthood, parenthood uh, in his new tour, uh, and was going on as if no stand-up has ever done that before. And then she promoted his podcast, which is all about being a being a parent. So, yeah. well, yeah, well, why is she yeah. surprised that he's doing his fucking stand-up routines about it when he's been doing a podcast with Rob Beckett for fucking two years about parenting? His tour has been sold out for two years, so I didn't know why he was on it. That's fine. Right. No, there's nothing else to say about that. But Afterlife, the Ricky Gervais show. Yeah. So, did you? You, you haven't watched I it. I haven't watched. Have it. you watched it? I binge watched it, watched it, but. Yeah. I, um, I can't remember a lot of it because I'd been on the mushrooms. Yeah, well, it was very much more the same, really. There wasn't much advancement in cl- cl- like any of the characters. Before you start or... talking about it, I'll yeah. start because you can go in deep into it because I won't watch okay, it, so I'm going to say too much about it. I have this feeling that he's taken the bit from One Foot in the Grave that used to have the sad music in when they used to talk about someone who'd had a miscarriage and he's made a whole sitcom out of it. <laughs> and is it that his wife killed herself to get away from him or something in it? Like she couldn't stand living yeah, with him. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's, that's, not that's it. what it should be. Yeah. And then you'd think so, wouldn't you? Is it where in my head I can't watch it because I think what happens in it is he does some joke, 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 sad bit, joke, 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 sad bit, yeah. joke, jokes, and I'm like, like nah, that. I'm not doing that. Where you do this to me, Ricky Gervais, and you try and pull my emotional heartstrings. The only thing that can do that to me is a repair shop, and that's all <laughs> I'm going to let do that to me. No, none of your bullshit where you have a little bit of piano music and think you're going to try and make me cry. So, Greg, sorry, carry on. Oh, You've you had a lot to say considering you haven't fucking seen it. Exactly. <laughs> Bang. Go on. I would, I would, like a quick aside, my sister was asked me if I'd seen it and I said the same thing. I was, I need to watch it again. And she, lo- she loves the series, but said the third one was the worst acted of the lot and then sent me an article saying that he's bought 20 replicas of that bench, bench to put around the country. And she goes, I hope they don't vandalise them. And I said to her, well, I don't think he ever um, sold slaves, so it should be fine. What's um, uh, gone in? What are your thoughts on this, Greg? Well, it's not as it's obviously not as good as everyone. Cause everyone, everyone just everyone, your average person is going, oh, it's so funny because he calls everyone a cunt. It's like, yeah, everyone knows the first bit. Well, yeah, we all got over that. We saw like you little ginger when he calls a little like a little ginger cunt or whatever, and everyone's like, oh, he said he called a kid a cunt, and it's like, oh, and everyone thought that bit of humour. Yes, so there's a bit, there's a couple of bits like that 
in this series. So there's a, for instance, there's a bit when he throws his ashes, his dad's ashes in a guy's face, like in the pub or whatever. And that's meant to be like, oh, fuck it. And that's the shocking bit. But it's the way everyone reacts to his, I mean, it's, they react as if it's Ricky Gervais paying them to, to have that reaction. Like, obviously they are, they're getting paid. To act like They wouldn't react. No one would react that way to Ricky Gervais. If Ricky Gervais acted like that, he'd get fucking punched. Like every single <laughs> person, battered. every single person would have battered him, especially the guy who he throws a fucking cactus through the back window of the Range Rover I or whatever. That, yeah, he just stops me, yeah. and, he, and he just looks at Ricky Gervais and then, and then just gets back in his car. He, he would have called the police. He would have, yeah, yeah, he, he would have called the police. He, he would have battered the guy himself. The guy looked like he would have beaten Ricky up anyway. But if he hadn't done, then he would have just phoned the police and gone, yeah, some guy just launched a thing because he wasn't trying to get away. He's just wandering down the road in his silly brown jacket. I've just gone, uh, yeah, some cunt just smashed my window. you're talking about and actually coming back to me like flashbacks. Yeah. What else happened? And then also, um, and then there's, you've got Brian Gittins, sorry, uh, Dave Earl, who's a, he's great. He's brilliant. He's Brian Gittins' stand-up. I went to see him in uh, Soho or whatever in London for Jason's birthday and he was fu- his stand-up thing was amazing and I'd, I'd urge people to go and see it. But obviously he's just doing the same character. He plays the same character in Derek. He plays, he's just playing Brian Gittins being all like oh yeah oh yeah my missus got banned by Mickey the Gypsy and all that shit like <laughs> yeah which is, fu- which is funny it was kind of funny he's funny, as I'm saying. funny. He's, got, he's got grotesque characters and all that and then he's got Buller playing Mickey the Gypsy but none of them are fleshed out they're just there for jokes they've got characters for a joke they're not like jokes they, built around they didn't, what's the her name that plays the prostitute uh, oh yes, yeah, she's got. She's, so like she's not in it. They, she couldn't be bothered. She realised. Oh, I don't like my character playing this crap prostitute. Is not realistic in the slightest either. Well, I saw an interview where he was saying we both agreed it wasn't going anywhere, which made me think she didn't want to do it. Yeah, was yeah. busy. And then obviously John Wilk- uh, John Wilkinson. Is it John Wilkinson? Yeah, the, the you know the Joe Joe, Joe Wilkinson. Wilkinson. Oh yeah, John Wilkinson. Um, Joe Wilkinson is is in it again. There's the posty. The problem is with his character. There's two. He's so he's meant to be playing a cuckold because he's going out with the prostitute who's going around fucking everyone. He's meant to be, but then yeah, so he's meant to be a sort of cuckold money. character. Yeah. So then, so there's crossovers with characters. So you've got the, the stinky dog shit guy who's a bit like Brian, like Brian Gittins is sort of a bit like him. Then you've got the the cuckold postman who's also because then turns out Brian Gittins' character was extra, even more cuckold because he had to film Mickey the Gypsy fucking his missus and it's all these grotesque jokes it's all just for the sake of the mm. joke there's no real character development there he thinks there is but there isn't it was I was again listening to the radio this afternoon and it had Joe Wilkinson and Dave Earl talking and I did again I caught like the end of it because I don't normally listen to sort of like Radio 5 they do Gossipmongers together don't they is it them to, they, they do gossip yeah, do yeah. loads of shows together they've got a new I forgot podcast they, they, they work called, together yeah a new podcast called my, I think it is my new favourite football team but yeah. we don't want people to listen to other podcasts they're so bits together alright yeah, they've got, they've got, more, they've got at least two more they were saying about well. how they how they do this and they were saying um, like they would sit on a bench and the scene might be sort of like five minutes but it wouldn't always be worked out until they're in situ and then they'd, he'd say sometimes it would just be me and him having a conversation for four hours and they're just recording it and then like we'll be mining that waiting for something yeah. and then that's what they'll that's where they'll do it and they'll do that that's the funny okay we've got that poof, and that moves this bit along great yeah and move on it doesn't feel like they like he does a massive script no no it's, 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 it's all very loose it, it, yeah but that four hours bit it's very loose it, it makes you feel yeah but then you come away from it going so his is the only character that he's he's thought about that has lines has a bit more has a bit of depth to it about his feelings and this and that um, every, everyone else in it is pretty much a cartoon character you've got his brother-in-law 
is meant to be a, one of the slightly deeper characters. But it's, up until now, it's, it seems that he didn't give a fuck about his sister. Or, but then they've explained that, saying that, oh, I've, I stole all the grief off you. You didn't have a chance to grieve. It's, oh, yeah, that makes... Oh, is that, I don't know whether someone's written it. He's read a review somewhere from the previous two seasons where they're like, how come the brother doesn't seem to give a fuck about his sister being mm. dead? And he's probably read that and gone, oh, no, I'll write this little bit in. That's what it feels like. I don't know, with some bits in it. I don't know. I mean, I thought, in a way, it's good he ended it on three series because he, uh, he could have carried on with it like this for, for ages oh, yeah. and really dragged out. I think, obviously, the third isn't the best. But, and the ending, I remember the ending was very um, Fools and Horses. Can yeah, someone yeah. spoil you know, the going ending? Up, I've got questions. It, it, it gets wrapped no, up I don't have to too spoil, neatly. I haven't spoiled yeah. the ending. Well, but spoil the end, I don't care. I'm never no, going to watch it. I'm not spoiling it. it. All I'm saying is it's like Fools and Horses. How? But he could, All I they don't do is to. everyone just pairs off. They just, they just make these ridiculous pairs going, oh, and you two may as well pair off. Uh, no, you two pair off to make it happy. That's what they do. Who does he pair off with? You know one. He just goes off. That's the Fools and Horses bit. Yeah, he realises. Which is the same as the end of Oliver. Because I was making my point. He was asking me what it was and oh, I'm yeah. saying why it's like Fools and Horses why is it like Fools and because Horses because it's the same as the end of the Oliver the Musical the film where they where Fagin and um, it is it's the same as when Fagin and the Artful Dodger walk off it's the same as when Rodney and Del Boy walk off and it's the same he is him and the dog that's his partner isn't it right I see so they walk off in the sunset and yes. Fools and Horses and then this but also the I think he didn't want to carry on that's why he didn't want him to get with the girlfriend because he could have got with that the nurse yeah, yeah. and they could have made another three or four series and you know well, that's why I thought it was going to go with this one. I yeah. thought it was going to get them being together. And I think he probably thought that was too obvious a th- way to take it. And he didn't want to make so, any more. Yeah, yeah. Is there and any sad cancer more. bits in it? it yeah, the, yeah the, the kids, he goes to, that's the, the heartstrings bit when he learns to care. And he goes, that, that bit tugged at me a bit, only because I'm overly emotional. And so I, I get wrapped up in that you sort sure of thing. you sure you didn't tug yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> You're really proud of that. that You're sorry. really proud of that, Joe. He's like, you thought you didn't tug it to about He's afterlife. He's like an extra from Afterlife, isn't he? Grinning like a little copy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't tug myself, no. It, it, but that, he, he, he knew what he was trying to do, and, and then it kind of worked. He got emotional. He's, he's quite good at um, like getting emotional and crying on screen. I mean, I, I've, I've never managed to do it. So, uh, <laughs> so hats off for that, I suppose. I'll give him that. Um, and he, and also that's the thing. He delivers his his lines. It's like all very set up to so he can go, go do his big fucking diatribes when someone's kicking off. The, like the guy, the guy looks like a gnome who definitely probably wouldn't act like that. I mean, you've probably heard people like that talking to their kid in public or whatever. But the way he deals with it, he obviously just calls everyone a cunt. But he does it in a way. He goes, "You cunt." And he really makes a point. He does it. Which is funny because he was on the, um, Graham Norton or whatever talking. He was on there with Ant and Deck and everyone. And Elvis Costello and Elvis Costello was on there kissing his ass. Everyone was kissing his ass like he was fucking god. I was like, surely you should be kissing Elvis Costello's ass. He's been around longer than you. Like, to make sense. But anyway, um, yeah, he was. He was there saying about, oh, I've got to explain to the Americans that it don't. It's not the same. The c word, like. But you'd think it was the way he uses it. He's not using it sort of like naturally, like uh, yeah, you silly mm. cunt. Like, you know, cause we hardly pronounce the T when we do it, but Americans do. They're like you cunt, right? And it's usually a misogynistic thing. That's usually it depends towards women. on the because the uh, uh, West Coast where you can't, yeah, rather than uh, cunt in in New York. No, they all say tea. they all say cunts. They all say it doesn't matter. We're from LA or whatever. They all say <laughs> yeah. they all, they all make a mil- more of a meal out of it than we yeah, do. Yeah. But we can just go, ah, oh, you can't. You can. I, I you still, can trail off and just go. Can. I still see Ricky can. Gervais as the guy that was on the eleven o'clock show. Yeah, same as like, that. He's well, not. He's just that guy. Yeah, and yeah. that guy he's, was nothing yeah, exactly. special. No, well, yeah, he was, was just like it was good. It was good he made that. lewd jokes. Ranting. Like he's a national treasure. Rude, but then obviously because of the office and their lucky break, because that 
like smashed it because it was just right place right time they both did these clever characters Stephen Merchant and both put something together and fair play it all worked and everyone just copied it forever with awkward comedy mm. that they smashed it out of the fucking park with that one that he was put on a pedestal of being this fucking super comedic genius and all his stand up I don't like uh, obviously when I was into him at the time like back in the day it was like yeah Ricky Gervais his stand up his stand up but when I look back at it now it's the same when I look back at Peter Kay same as Russell Lee Brands Evans. same as Russell Brands Russell, Russell Brands not stand up he just Russell did stand up because he became massive when you become that big everyone everyone says you you could do stand up hey what when you become that big it doesn't matter yeah, anymore you can do whatever saying, you want yeah yeah no you, you get you have to you get given a show you, like Greg Davis he wasn't stand up per se but now he's because he got big he's got a stand up show and, but all of their stand up shows are alright but they're not as good as say more polished stand up comedians well, it's like the Beatles stopped but doing Greg live Davis, stuff because people wouldn't listen to him playing music oh Greg Davis has been doing stand up sort of like performing on like doing stage shows with Thingy yeah the other group True Probably no but he's at that improv group didn't That's he what saying, years. yeah no, yeah, yeah. So it's not too too. Children of I, I don't dislike Ricky Gervais. I think you sound a bit it. bitter. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just think he's. I think he's overrated. I think the third series was definitely not as good. What I remember of it wasn't as good as uh, the other the other two. But he will sell a lot of complete. The was great. He will sell a lot of complete box sets. He deserves his success with Office. And the extras was good. Um, I thought extras was good. I yeah. think there's some real standout. I think he used unlike Toast of Tinsel. I know he didn't have the same um, dynamic to be able to get people in the studio because of COVID and that. So that's why it was done a lot like it was. But I thought he, obviously, he used it in a much more nuanced, sophisticated way. Yeah, like definitely. Getting it was fucking, a better way than toast. Um, and getting people to send themselves up, like Super Army Soldier yeah, yeah. and that sort of thing. And but, um, um, Harry Potter being a virgin. Yeah. You know, being... So but, I, don't, uh, the, I don't think they would agreed would agreed to that straight after the eleven o'clock show if you hadn't done the office. No, like, what he did, what he's tried to do is similar to what Parks and Rec, Parks and Recreation. What they wanted to do is create a world like The Simpsons, where they had loads of characters reoccurring. But you can do that in something with twelve seasons, whatever, like Parks and Rec has, as so as The Simpsons has it's got loads of seasons. You can't do that. What Ricky Gervais has said, he goes, "Yeah, I wanted to make something like The Simpsons, but the, the characters aren't there. Like, there's lots of characters, mm. but there's nothing to them. You don't have episodes involving these characters deeply." He tried to do it a little bit with this. See, like he tried to go into the characters' lives a bit more, but it's too it's too late. It's like it's too little, too little, too late sort of thing. And so, and ultimately, it's 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 hit, it's hit and miss. I'd say more miss, but it's like an episode of like it's how I see Family Guy. I'll, I'll watch it and I'll laugh at the odd quagmire joke, uh, but ultimately, mm. it just leaves me with nothing. And I just think it's just unrewarding and just yeah, soulless, like really. On, on the last series of After like, or third series or last series, weren't they filming during um, COVID restrictions as well? So they weren't going to be able to bring in loads of extra people as one-off things, were they? Because they were in a close, would have been in a close set, surely. Hemel mm. Hempstead, isn't it? It's filmed in, yeah. and that's and that's why they burnt it down. And Beaconsfield, there's some bits of it filmed in Beaconsfield and Hemel Hempstead. Right, and also, oh no, I was going to say his, his house, but I think they explained that as well because, like, if he's if he works for fucking the Tambury Gazette. And that's like it's a smaller paper than say the Bucks Herald. Um, there's no way there's no way he'd be able to afford the house he's got. But then it, but apparently it's his wife's house. But then wasn't she a nurse? And then it's down. I don't know. Yeah, I oh, fuck knows. <laughs> but yeah, but he did get he did get inheritance. Yeah, he got some life payout from. But that was life insurance, wasn't it? She took out life insurance, but that can didn't you, pay for that. I don't know. It's could confusing. you do a scene? Uh, from can you do a scene? Yeah, yeah. No, like, I've already, your, off I've your head. Done, I've already done half of them. I did. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, why would I do a scene? I don't, no, no. Should we move on to some of my um, subjects? I want to. Oh, anyone else got anything I want to say before we move on to some stream of subjects that I'm going to bombard you with one after the other, like so a machine say, gun? I don't want to mention another program that only I've watched because I know it's me rattling on for ages. But why don't you guys watch the thing Puppet Master? It's really yeah, good. Yeah, and we'll talk about it next week. And we we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, I did. Um, so I did complete uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, I thought um, they just got better and better. Um, and Outsider as well. I've the tra- been... tra- time traveling thing. No, Outsider no. is the oh, Yakuza the, one. The Yakuza one with um, Jared Leto. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I watched, I watched that a couple of weeks ago. I thought I, was, I, I, was, I quite enjoyed I that. I that, yeah. yeah. I thought it was nicely paced. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, I liked I his watched... character as well, just re- re- just st- properly relentless, just straightforward, like a really straightforward football player. Just like That's straight it, for yeah. the ball. <laughs> like, everything he does is like, okay, violence, dunk. Right, so yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah, get the job done. And... Yeah. Um, the end of Expanse. So Expanse is now finished. I want to catch up on that. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, it's weird. They like they such a big build up, and it was good. It was good, but they crammed it into six episodes, and it felt a little bit like the end of Game of Thrones. Um, Rushed. Where you're like, oh, surely I've missed a couple of episodes here because just suddenly like loads gets done. I read, yes, yeah, I read that they'd done, they'd done the opposite with, the, with Game of Thrones. Well, they had. Or they had too much source material to use, or I don't know, something like that. And then they've. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You good boys will be looking forward to. You're big ring heads, aren't you? Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. Have you seen the Amazon Prime? Yeah, I saw the yeah. show. It's the mo- a billion. I think it's called, is yeah. it a billion pounds. Most it's expensive not until show ever made. September, and it's they've already fucking got a thing on there. And, and it's, it's not a until prequel September. Prequel. Yeah, yeah. To the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I and know. I don't even know. It's not even a book that's written by J.R. Tolkien, is uh, it? Is it? I think it, I don't know. I don't I'm, think I'm so because it showed you how the rings were made. Oh right, cool. So you know, there's one ring to rule them all. Yeah. Well, there was more than one ring. Yeah, I know there's, there was. Oh, there's nine. There's nine. I was in nine rings. Yes, nine rings to rule. Uh, nine rings to bring them all. Nine rings to find them. One ring to. And what oh, are no. the nine rings for then? One, one of love. One of courage. One of fear. No, one there, of no fight. there's just five made by the realms of men. Five yeah. made by the realm of men. Four by the dwarf kings and two. by... And do all the rings do different like stuff? Yeah, after, yeah, I can't remember exactly. After but the ninth ring, it just goes to answer phone. It's hey, it's four. <laughs> it's, it's, it's four, five for the humans, four for the dwarfs, three for the elves, or the other way round. I don't know something like that. I am Grimshaw of Grubbalung. I have one of the rings of the nine elms from the wood of the witch and Did you say Grubbalung? Grubby lung. That's, you want to the bongs, mate? Of course, <laughs> Grubby lung. Oh, Eldermere, have a look at his grubby ring. Look at the ring shine in the light of the Lord of Eldark. Please take the ring. Oh, touch his ring. <laughs> Put your finger in his ring. Oh, what, okay. Oh, wow. Do you feel Cheers. the power of the ring? Oh, yes. Um, oh, it's corrupt. I can feel it corrupting me. I feel bad. Apparently, there's one <laughs> ring that rules them all. <laughs> nah, not feeling it. Okay. So. <laughs> End scene. On his ring. <laughs> So it's all very easy for us to criticise all these programmes and say, oh, I don't like Mandy, I don't like Toast, I don't like this, I don't like that. But what have you fucking done? What have you done that's good? It's easy to sit back there and go, oh, yeah, Eternals was dull, it was a bit boring. Have you made a fucking Marvel film? No, you fucking haven't. You sit on your fucking arse all day watching all this entertainment. (laughs) Are we talking about making Mandy here or a Marvel film? We're talking about all of it. There's a bit of a difference. I'm talking about all of it. And Ricky Gervais like saying, oh, he's not that funny as he used to be. He's like, well, where's your fucking stage show? (laughs) Do some shit thing every week and the dumb bear the fucking bullshit bear that's not even fucking funny it's just like fucking tiresome so here's what I want to say to you right so each one of you has got to pitch me an idea for a BBC2 sitcom or show and if it's good enough I'll commission it 
I need to have a mass appeal, elevator pitch. That's what I'm looking for. So it can be anything you like, guys. Let's see how what you would do if you have given that opportunity. And I'm giving you that opportunity. I'm fucking giving you the opportunity. I'm giving you the opportunity. Right. Uh, who wants to go first? Oh, I've got an idea for... Oh, Chris, you go first. Oh. He never lets us speak. Uh, all right, I'll go first. So I've got an idea. It's called Rank. And it's about taxi rank. And there's one fat bird who answers the phone. And then there's three Pakistani fellas, or, or the second generation, and then one guy from the Yemen who's actually quite high up in the government in the Yemen, but it's come over just to learn some English. Then the war's broken out between Saudi. And for the taxi driver rank comedy, we don't have to go into Yemen versus Saudi Arabia, why he's here. But he's just here and he's a bloody good driver. Um, and it's about how they have to battle against Uber, increasing VAT costs, fuel costs, congestion charges, and they find the laughs in between. It was, um, you know, in Taxi, that show with, with uh, Andy Kaufman in it. Was he, from, no, was he meant to be no, from the Evan? No, never heard of that. <laughs> I mean, it's I was from just a fictional place. Thinking, I was thinking made there's up. similarities there, but. Obviously, from a fictional place. That's so. great, though, because I've never seen a, a show, all Asian taxi show, and it sounds like Goodness Gracious Me with about taxis, yeah? Yeah, yeah, but they, in Goodness Gracious Me, they had Asian actors playing it, and I'd like to have probably white actors playing what, these. Playing Asian these, people. Playing these Asian people. And, but, for, but the, and the Yemeni guy as well, style. maybe. So, no, but mix it up. Like, hit people from the sideways, so they're like, wait a minute, that fact white Essex single mother woman answering the phones called Karen actually looks like a Chinese lady to me have you ever seen Spike Milligan curry and chips yeah but the thing is that's playing to stereotypes and what oh, okay. I'm doing is I'm, un, I'm undoing the stereotypes reversing so, them sorry are you reversing the stereotypes I'm or? reversing the stereotype that's it that's not bad okay uh, I've got Johnny's got one I've got quite a loose idea it's sort of like it's like, uh, you know, the sort of celebrity programs where they're challenged to go out and compete against each other. Oh, like a taskmastery type uh, affair. Um, it's called Celebs Go Raping. Um, it's got uh, Andrew, uh, Prince Andrew, or the Andrew formerly known as Prince for the Royal Lovers. Um, they all use different techniques. It's got, it can have Bill Cosby for the Americans, uh, Kevin Spacey. I'm not sure um, about this one. I was thinking Rolf Harris for the kids. <laughs> I'm not sure we anyone's going to get, clear this one. We could get Max Clifford to handle the publicity. Oh, that's um, not a good idea. And I think as a pre to present it, to get his career back on track, maybe John Leslie? Max Clifford's dead, oh, mate. I, don't think, I think John Leslie's all, all right. I don't think it's, Yeah, no, he, he was accused of rape, but yeah. then later cleared, so I thought he could present the programme. Uh, yeah. He's um, been since accused again. Well, perfect. Oh, <laughs> oh perfect. Even better. <laughs> Bing bang. No, It'd be like Prince Andrew on um, it, It's a Raw Knockout. Yeah. Just an idea. So pitch an idea. That's what the top of the head. That's all I got. How dare you? <laughs> uh, what about <laughs> dark and you, edgy? You, you had one, didn't you? Um, uh, me. Super Mario in real life. Yeah, that's that's it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario in real life. Greg, what's your one? That's it. Super Mario <laughs> Come on, mate. Spit it out. Uh, mine is um, David. David. Yeah. Oh, sounds interesting. It's, it's very similar to Ricky Gervais's Derek. Okay. Uh, I, I sort of I play a learning difficulties man uh, called David. Okay, but just a far more convincing one, far more convincing one. And then uh, what I do is I, 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 I mine more uh, pathos than the original Derek as well. So I, I'm not only a more convincing learning disabled man, um, but I, there's real genuine. <laughs> 
<laughs> real genuine it's, with laughs uh, and sympathy get, yeah there's real genuine laughs get and any, sympathy any there. chance you can give me an example and, and I'll be funnier as well can you I'll give me an example yeah. of something David would say in it or something he'd do yeah okay well the, 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 what's the classic Derek line for instance um, well no it'd be an original one wouldn't it you well, know, no, I'll, I'll, I'll deliver oh, the Derek I'll line one, I'll give you one and okay. you've got to do it okay so it's David okay here's one then so David's just come home and he's found his cat's passed away okay, okay? and David loves his cat okay. go on then Mr. Tibbs, uh, Mr. Tibbs, Mr. Tibbs, where are you? Mr. Tibbs, I'm putting his bowl out this morning. Are you sure? And the food's still there. Oh no, Mr. Tibbs. So, uh, so <laughs> he's dead. Mr. Tibbs is dead. Oh no. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. And you wouldn't be laughing. You wouldn't be half laughing. No, there'd that's be some... I'd, I'd have a bit more time between takes and stuff. And obviously Do I'd... you reckon people would think that's copied Derek too much, though? No. Like, would people not see the similarities between you and Derek? No, not if Is it's... Is it set in a not care Not in a scene like that. Oh. Where's it set? Um, just around my house. I'm not... Because I'm not like... Uh, it's more my. It's more. I've got a silly voice. I'm not actually that learning disabled. I just talk slowly and I've got a bit of a yeah, funny yeah, voice. Yeah, like Derek. Is there any other characters in it? Um... Yes, and they're like much, but a lot richer. richer do you want to do a scene with you and another character? Three D characters. Uh, yeah, you could try. Go on then. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm calling Mister Tibbs. I'm going to take you to the vet. Okay, no, that's just the same thing with the cat again. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I was going to go see the vet. Oh, right, okay, the vet. Okay, I get it, okay. So, okay. I'm driving the, a car you now. doing the vet as well? Oh, he drives. <laughs> oh, no, oh, why don't you get a taxi? Yeah, okay. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, even better. I know, Mr. Tibbs, I'll phone a taxi. The vet might be able to fix... Oh, no, the cat's dead, didn't he? Um, okay. I mean... Hello, what you want? Oh, I want a taxi. I think my cat's dead. No problem, young man. Where you want taxi to? From one place to other. Um, I need to go to the vet. Uh, where you live now? My house. I will come to your house. Thank you for being specific. Uh, okay, thank you. See you in a minute. <laughs> okay, right, that's enough uh, of that. Hey, that would have been a lot. Bang that on the head. Uh, right, that's yeah. all, I think the winner there would definitely be um, Johnny's one about the rape. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think that's the winner. one that we get well, it's, topic, it's topical, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, right, here we go. I'm going to go with the first improv of the week. And this improv is, it's me, first. me, well, this is a, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll the first of the well. list, the first of the subjects. So me, Greg and Johnny will be playing three young ladies in a flat listening mm. to music and getting ready for a night out. And Chris will be playing the Scottish environmental health worker who visits the young ladies the flat as there've been some noise complaints. Begin scene. <laughs> when oh. the working day is done, ask us. Who's got my straighteners? Who's got my straighteners? Here they are, Sharon. Oh, where were you in hiding those? Don't oh. tell me, you slag. Uh, give Karen, me a sniff. Karen's oh. at the door. I think it's someone at the door, Karen. Oh, okay, I'll get have it. Have you got any more recipe for spumanses? girls, we mm. want to have fun. Oh, hello. Prosecco. Uh, hello, not, not, hello. Hello, young lady. Um, Ooh. Ooh. 
Oh, look at you. Who's that? Oh, we've got with your friends, are you? Uh, you want yeah. to say? Yeah, we're friends. Oh, he's got a lovely Scotch accent. Oh, I can't oh. understand what he's saying. Say it again. Oh, thank you very much. I was just saying that you've been dancing in your underwear. Do you was got it, anything under your kilt? There? Yeah, I've got yeah. my knickers on, my little knickies, little nicky whities uh, Anyway, could news. you please keep the noise down? That's what I've come about. I've come about. What, you don't like my singing? I'll turn not... it down a bit. Have you had some complaints? Some complaints. The thing is, I reckon I should come in and show you how to dance with no music. Oh, that sounds yeah. interesting. Then Go you can on, have you the fun. Yeah. Come in then. Oh. Here he is. <laughs> Go on then. Can you take my jacket, please? Yeah, please. Here you go. What are your thoughts on devolution? I'm not sure I want him in here. Don't he'll be fine. Oh, he's ginger. In where, young lady? <laughs> oh, that sounds, well, that sounds really creepy. He's a nice young man. Where's my shop spray? You look like that MP, Oliver Dowden. Thank you very much. Some people say I look like G-Dog off the Idol Matty podcast. <laughs> fucking wrong, mate. You wish. <laughs> I'm feeling quite off fruity. Okay, right. So here's the notice. You've got 12 days to respond to it. Get your cock out, if then. You don't, you're, you can be sentenced to three weeks in prison. There will oh. be a statutory fine of any breach of this order. Uh, thank you very much. Is there anything you, we can do to stop this? If you give us a fine, if <laughs> you anything? give us a fine, you came in and weren't going to give us a fine when you thought we're young ladies. Now you found out we're trans. You want to give us a fine? This is a hate crime. Now um, get your cock out and let's get this all sorted. I hate women with beards, so <laughs> I'm off. Look at my sexy bum. Look at my I'm sexy bum. I'm standing on my hands. Look at my sexy bum. Turn around. I've got a cock. Hey. I've got a second home. <laughs> NC, do you think the secret of long life is living a long life and just saying anything is the secret after the fact? Yeah, yeah. yeah hindsight. The secret to a long life is hindsight. It's like, I find it a bit weird. Do you know all the people that know the secret of making millions in a week from Bitcoin? They're fucking well eager to share it on YouTube, aren't they, on the adverts? What you've got to do is click a link for one sem- seminar, and then they'll show you how to make billions on uh, Bitcoin. I saw one of those adverts today, actually. There's a guy, and he's got his... Have you seen the one with the guy who's got a broken arm? No, I've seen that one. I'd have clicked on that. My name's Mike Monkey. I've been <laughs> the head of Esquire magazine for five years in a row, and I've been guiding people how to invest for the... Last five years, he's got a fucking broken arm all in the sling. You think, what the fuck has <laughs> happened? I remember with his when arm? Mike Monkey just had like a back page thing on like the Daily Star. Yeah. Like, he's, he's done all right. I'm Mike Monkey, <laughs> and I've been investing for ten years in Bitcoin. I remember I've when, made four bitcoins. I remember when Mike Monkey. I remember, <laughs> I remember when Mike Monkey used to advertise in the back of comic books, and he was the world's deadliest man. And if you sent him twenty quid, he'd send you uh, a handbook on how to chop your Mike chop someone Monkey's in half. Deadly handbook. Would you, what, what would it be like <laughs> to go back into the 1970s and hang out for a day with a man the same age as you? Because I was thinking about this the other day and I've brought this up with you. If you're 81 now, in 1986, you would have been 47. <laughs> yeah. That's not all the numbers you said earlier. Have a crack on. Today, nine eight six forty seven. So <laughs> you're just guessing. No, that's you can work. Do the math. No, no it's not that. shut up. Do your own research. Do your it's own true. research, you don't mate. Think that's right. Uh, it is right. Yeah. It is right. Yeah, it is right. But so let's mind. say if you were, so you're a forty something. You don't like to say your full age, but you're a forty something man. Forty two. I don't mind 42. saying. Okay, you, you don't mind saying your age. But it's the Tinder ladies, the young ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm twenty four. Um, so if you went back in time and you hung out in the 1970s yeah. with a man who was forty two, yeah, 
how do you think that conversation would go? What would you have in common? Well, I'd only have, I, I could only talk about films Football? that I could remember up till 1972. Did you say 1972? 1970s, it could be 1972, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that'd be difficult. You wouldn't be able to talk about anything that's happened in your life. Um, you could only talk about things. I mean, beer. it'd be pretty, beer, it'd be pretty, I mean, it'd be pretty shit though, wouldn't it? There wouldn't be... Glam rock? You wouldn't... Think of like Bowie and stuff like that. Think of... You I mean, know that. simpler times. Probably, maybe it's camping. Better. Maybe life would be richer without the st- streaming services and the Nintendo Switch. Because the seventies in England wasn't like Saturday Night Fever. It was all um, Bedford vans, maybe some Triumph motorbikes, a lot of um, the rubbish not being picked up, and apparently nurses were slags. Two day week didn't have the two da- didn't have the two hour week. Two minute week, yeah, two hour yeah. working week. Time was, flew was it by. Three day week or four? No, it was four day week. Was it four Actually, day week or three day week? Uh, four day week. Saying that though, there is They're that documentary, back. The Family, isn't there? On it was on BBC Four a yeah. few times. That was one of the first flying the wall documentaries, and that's from the seventies. And when you see the family and that all talking about stuff, I don't think you'd fit in. Well, where all. would where would you have wanted to be then in the seventies? This was in Sheffield or Nottingham, I think. This documentary. Yeah, but you could have gone up Wigan Casino, got a load of blueies, danced all night. The Adidas, Adidas uh, sports bag. Okay, let's just do a little scene. I'll be a guy from the seventies, and you can be you, Greg. <laughs> Can't bother. Uh, excuse me, mate. Do you know where I can get the, the times to the local train station? No, because I'm from the future. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, we're, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm from the future. I should be asking you that. You're from no, the future. I can't get what? Signal. What are you talking about? What do you mean from the future? What like? I'm from the future. Ah, what am I doing here? What like Doctor oh, Who? Look at your sideburns; they're different. Ecky Thompson, can funny. you not see he's dressed like out from Star Trek? Why are you wearing a hood, mate? I look like a spaceman, don't I? I'm a spaceman. Ooh. We haven't we haven't got hoods in the seventies. Listen to some Van Halen. <laughs> oh no, it's, a bit, it's not that far away from you, is it? Um, <laughs> listen to some. Listen to some. Listen to some. Who's that? Who's the one who? Who's the one who can't talk properly? Billie Eilish. Who speak uh, sing properly? Listen to this, Billie Eilish. It's like space music. <laughs> I know, right? Crazy. This all sounds well washy. Where are you from now? There? You d- you should uh, you should go to the dance with my mum. What dance? You're my dad. <laughs> huh? uh, I was trying to weave back to the future into it. What? You let your dad nosh you off in the seventies? What? Oh, that sorry, you're from? better than that. I don't know. I see, yeah. So after lockdown, I, I thought was... that was good. But for film buffs, we always seem to reference the same three or four films, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. After lockdown, I was thinking of opening a, a, a dad's dance class in a hall. You should do a na- you you dance. You need to do a nail bar. What a dad's nail bar? Nail bars for dads. No one else does it. Call it man eye cure. Well, funny you say that. There was a guy in the... I was listening to this thing about conspiracies and this guy started a company that did nail polish for men. So it was marketed just for, for men with the colours like chrome silver and yes. hard black. Uh, uh, iron. Plumber glue Ooh, nails. Yeah. Like the, the orange stuff that I used to use because that's, like, that's kind of manly. You'd be like, oh yeah. Because I was just thinking what sort of what could you actually have on there that would be well, manly? That yeah, manly Magnesium. Yeah. That's why we quite ma- said iron. You go, it'd be quite manly. You go in and they've just got pliers and they pull your nails off and you go back to work tomorrow. And go look how hard I am. Well, all, that, no. all that manly lipstick oil on your lips. Fanny it's juice a sauce like curry sauce. Black oil. 
Yeah, a bit of curry oh. sauce on. I can have curry sauce on the top lip with fanny juice on my chin. Fact tarmac. Tar. Yeah, tarmac tar. <laughs> tarmac. All in your hair. All bits in your of, head. Bits of beer, bitumen and asphalt. In your beard. Asphalt beard. <laughs> have like um, body paint, like road rash on your elbows. If you had a chance to design a sneaker, like a shoe, you know, like training, training shoes. Have you, heard, you know, like you get training yeah. shoes. No. no. <laughs> I, I go barefoot. Friends of the world just do barefoot. You, training, do you wear Zola Buds, training you? plimsolls. You know, training plimsolls. He's not poor. He's wearing Zola Bud shoes. <laughs> you know, you could. There used to be a competition where you could design your own. I think Virgilo Imbler, Abla. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like, like you just exploded. Hello, in your Vera. Virgil Abla. Virgil Abla. That's it. He used to design a lot of stuff. He used to put a lot of work in designs, and there was those trainers with blood in it as well, wasn't there? That wasn't him, but yeah. Mm, but that was... Um, the, what's the gay rappers in that? Yeah, yeah, and then you've got Kanye West who designs trainers, so everyone's like at it. So my question to you boys is, if you had the chance to design uh, your own sneaker, they call them sneakers, don't they? Or kicks? Yeah. Kicks. Yeah, I mean, sneakers, trainers. Yeah. Uh, what, colour, what colour would you make it? What? <laughs> what, the trainer? <laughs> what colour would you make it? Well, it could only be one colour. I'll, t- yeah? I'll tell you what would be... <laughs> Purple. I'll, I'll tell you like what the would... same colour as those curtains. Uh, magenta. I'll tell you what would sell well. Uh, Kanye West, design your own trainer book. And inside, it's just blank pages and you get a set of crayons. So, I mean, can we, is that a serious... So, when you say, what colour? Do you, do you mean what colours? Or colours. Or are you saying... Or are you basically saying, what's your favourite colour trainer what colour do you what, like what shape <laughs> yeah. what shape what? that's kind of saying what's your favourite colour isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. you're like the thesaurus you're like Barry's thesaurus no, 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 it's, said, not, what's it's your not it's not though because your favourite colour is not necessarily your favourite colour trainer is it because yeah. exactly. yeah. I'd like say that. green's like my favourite colour possibly but look, trainers yeah I'm wearing green <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it <works>. <laughs> case <laughs> in point <laughs> uh but, What's your favourite yeah. colour, Johnny? I mean, do you reckon this is like if you if we could if we could teleport to Oregon nightclub now and see how they design trainers? Do you reckon the conversation would have been just like that? Yeah, I'm Johnny. Blue. I wear blue. On my shoe. Johnny. Johnny. I reckon it would at a Travis Scott meeting. Yeah. Johnny, can we? Th- What's your favourite colour? Why, well, generally. Do, I like, yeah, I, like, do, I do like my oranges and my greens. Do, but yeah, he likes his oranges. Is that the same as his shoe? No, he's, my, he's got, got, he has to be I've fair. Got, he's got a different. He's got a pair of shoes for every colour, pretty high much. Heels. I would have thought. Yeah. Nice lady shoes. Why, how do you get your feet to squish into them? <laughs> Are you kink shaming me? There's something wrong with you, mate. He's had his toes docked like a little Chinese lady. That's weird, actually, because I could imagine Johnny wearing high heels. There's a guy that walks around town in like high heel boots, and I could easily see Johnny doing that. Oh, he's last... called High Heel Johnny, isn't he? Yeah. The uh, last time I left your shot, as I clip clopped out the door. Um, there was an old guy walking up in a long dress. He had like almost like a Scottish hat on. He had a beard, had like a jumper, a long skirt, it looked like. I, I think he had hiking boots and one of them old lady, you know, the shopping trolleys. Yeah. And he was shouting at the shops because you said he comes in the centre a lot. He's like, hey, hey peanuts, peanuts, peanuts. <laughs> was he selling anything else? <laughs> I can hear what he was, he was shouting. I just, I dodged out the other door. Peanuts, peanuts. <laughs> I, I thought it might be Harry. Four <laughs> pound a bag. You sure he's saying peanuts? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's saying peanuts. Declaring he has a penis. Uh, uh, I've got another question for you. So as we're all coming out of lockdown and it ends the end of this month, doesn't it? No, it ends next week. Next week. At last. Uh, You meet a lot of people, Chris. I don't really... I do meet a lot of people, not more in a social setting, not new people. You're normally just being horrible to them in shops. (laughs) Horrible twats. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I think, and I might be totally wrong, and maybe let's change this up and think of some new things we can ask, and this might help the listeners as well. But one of the most asked questions when strangers meet, and I'll see it on first dates, what do you think the most one of the most asked questions is when strangers meet? Oh, well, what do you do? Yeah. 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 Or where do you work? Where are you from? Do you have kids? What are you on? Yeah, but it's usually work. What you on? (laughs) What have you done? What's your name? Where are you from? Do you believe in the afterlife? Do you believe in an afterlife? Are you spiritual? That's that's what what my joke was going to be. Oh. Because I was going to play on the fact that you always want to talk about the afterlife. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to ask him annoying questions. That's I forgot, because I had it all set up. I'm going to ask you annoying questions about the afterlife, as if I'm always talking about the afterlife and not the show. Oh, right. Oh, sorry, oh, right. Sorry, and we I was like, about... oh, this will oh, yeah. get in. You'll love this. <laughs> a lot, oh, a lot of people... And now I've forgotten it. A lot of people ask cliched, same old cheesy questions and... It's so boring, don't you find it boring? And sometimes, don't you wish someone would just say to you, "Let's just quit this crazy scene, go around the back by the bins, and fuck." Is that from the game? No, Mister oh. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny's game hasn't worked yet. Well, no, to be fair, it hasn't worked yet, but fingers crossed. I, yeah, I mean, I suppose you could say, "Oh, oh, uh, hi, we've ne- we've never met before. Hi, pleased to meet you. Uh, my name's Ben." A lot of people ask the same questions, don't they, when they first meet? Uh, where do you work or what do you do? Yeah, I don't do small uh, but talk. But I don't do small talk, so can I just ask you where you work or what do you do? No, I like the fact that yours is more critical. It's not what do you do. You're like, can I just ask you where do you work so I can fucking stalk you? <laughs> don't you? Greg, What's your what, home address, sweetheart? When did you last buy a stamp? <laughs> Greg's done this a lot. You're a Tinder master, Greg. You're a Tinder. Have master. you had a... a, 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 <laughs> a Tinder, master. I could say that. <laughs> He's a Tinder <laughs> everyone asks the same old questions is there anyone at home waiting up for you is anyone going to worry if you went missing for say a couple of days <laughs> have you got have you got anyone that's going to give you a ring say in a couple I, of hours say I, say I said to you let's go to my private jet and fly away to Paris would anyone know you were missing for a couple of days when would the search begin uh, I, I don't know uh, I don't know I don't want to know what you are I want to know who you are that's what is I'm that saying. what you say? No. Are you I on mean... that dating app, Hench? <laughs> that for big men. Hey, Hench. Of course I am. I'll tell you what. That of course sa- I am. That, sounds... <laughs> Greg, that's... Just... that sounds like a very risky question if you don't want to go out of a trans. <laughs> hey? I don't want to know what you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to know who you are. Yeah, good point. It doesn't matter what you are. He's got a, like, I just want to know who you Mick are. Mick Dundee is a couple What's of sprouts down there. When he grabs it in Mick Dutton, I don't yeah. remember. It was a different time. You can't make jokes your, about that anymore. Greg, yeah, it's you've not done a, a Well, I was saying that you've done a lot of openers. You must have done loads. Is that what you say? No, I, I, do, I, say know, I, do, I do silly ones, don't I? Yeah, I want to know what you are. Do no, like, yeah, I've said things like that, but I think I've probably said. That but what would you say like on that. the fir- say you on first dates on Channel Four? What would you? What would your opener be then? Like if you were with someone at the bar, you're sat at the bar, and then Fred I'd brings probably the person say, up to you. I'd probably say, "Have you been on many dates before?" Oh, that's a good one. Because then, then you can talk about your dating experiences. And then oh. you it oh. opens up to like, oh, "I had this nightmare date, do do do," and this was funny. And then you're instantly making them laugh about how something else went wrong, and this couldn't possibly go wrong because they're laughing at that. And there's loads of things. And also, I know, but you can introduce, you can subliminally introduce messages of failure within that yeah within I that. Often oh, yeah. think that but that's, that's when I hear that though it makes it sound like you're a serial dater sometimes true if but then, that's then, then you have to steer it back obviously how do you steer it back depends. how do you get it back it depends it depends whether they're so you go on pilgrimages that's what you say you say I go every now <laughs> yeah. and again I go on three month walks usually just following some old pilgrimage 
path. You just say you've been saving your precious seed because it gives you energy. And then it's good to the talk right about person. heartbreak as well because that, 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 they, they love that. That, that gets slapped uh, up because it shows an emotional side You want to well. start with an icebreaker, surely. You could just sit down and go... Oh, Don't never talk about exes. You never talk about exes oh, on dates. I'm not saying that's something I always do. I'm just saying it's something I've done in the past but then I found it I found it worked to, cathartic to, to, no no it was cathartic but then I did find it worked see I don't know it, it well worked it worked as yeah, it, it worked. sleeping with the birds it's like ha she thought I've got emotions and stuff well, and so, as it worked as in no, you've got, you've no, got a family I mean, of four I, do. I, yeah. I mean Going yeah you're right because I don't want to I mean if they were to go on about their ex I'd be like oh boring yeah, like, I think oh. there's one there's <laughs> boring let's talk about my ex let's talk about my ex this is a real story this is a real hub let me play you just podcast I don't think first I don't think first dates in a way is a, is a good is good for getting tips on how what to talk about on a first date because you know they go on a first date and they're like yeah and then my first husband his uh, penis exploded and then my second husband died of cancer yeah, and then my third sad. and then or they go oh yeah and I went out and he broke my heart because he slept with all my mates and kicked my child in the face what I'm saying ultimately uh, is absolute bullshit what I said is like oh yeah talk about uh, the heartbreak you've had like yeah because it's you, they don't want to hear about an ex but it does help just to show that you've got a heart that can be broken that's the thing because they don't want to be with someone who's like because then they think well he's not going to be do that to me I think it only works on first dates because they can't get up and go fuck off mate I'm just saying look because the cameras are there I boohooed about grubby I was like I was like boohoo grubby she broke my heart I call I refer to yeah. a girl as grubby if anyone knows like yeah because I shouldn't keep saying it's also like one of those blokes that pretends they're gay to, so he can stay around a girl's yeah, house yeah, and then like that. No, and then goes, it oh, wasn't like erection. I, I didn't mean straight. it to, at the time <laughs> at the time I didn't mean it to be as cynical as it was I've spoken about this before like um uh, but I tell the story and then instantly they're like they're like oh because I would almost be well it like sort of break it up about it and they'll be like, oh anyway moving on and then, they're, Whoa, and then they'd be like powerful but, stuff. Yeah, but then they'd be like oh the, 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 that's what I'm saying there's a way of doing it there's, you're right you're not meant to do that but that's, so that's, that's, that's a super it? cynical way then they're like oh I feel sorry for him and that's I've probably got a pity fuck you know what I mean are that, you doing like, so yeah, women think it. they can change you um, change his nappy I can well, because, yeah, no, because, no, that's the thing. you show that emotion though but then what the, what comes out down the line is your penis. you're not, you're not going to feel that way about them they can see that like oh you're not as, you know what I mean so they just get the sense of like is he, would he be that upset when with I me, you're sort when of I dump him. You're making the narrative that you are a great guy. This girl was horrible. She broke your heart, but if she's a nice person, she won't do that to you. So no, you I know, should have. I sex. know now. I don't tell that story. I don't go on about that bullshit because, like, I'd realise it's all. It, it does create this fake thing, and I do have a tendency to get wrapped up in the emotions there and then. I think you, we have a deeper connection. It's not. It's just because I've. They're feeling sorry for me, and I've told a sad story. It's not like. Do you ever say you're nervous? Close, huh? Like, oh, I'm nervous on this date. Like no, all first dates, I mean, a lot of time I, I go. Oh, I'm I've really done, nervous. I'll, I'll tell you what, I've, I've done cocaine pretty much on every date that I've been on, apart from one of the last few. Well, the, the ones that haven't gone well, I stop dating <laughs> drug dealers. Yeah. Uh, no, I did. I did. I did a uh, for Dutch Courage. I did the first two. <laughs> First three I dates. Think Dutch courage is something. First, first three, three courage, isn't it? Dutch courage. I think, courage. Yeah, I think just, that's Peruvian yeah, courage. Colombian courage. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's enough talking about me anyway. I could talk about me all night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even hungry. Are you? I'm not even hungry. Yeah, the first three it did help. But then I did. The, the, that was the thing. The first date I didn't do any on. But that's one. I, that's the one I skateboarded to fucking St Albans. I'd love to see you on first dates high on coke. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even need it. Some like, people chew their nails. I just chew the table. <laughs> <sighs> If we ever walked in first, I, well, if, I, if she sat there, I walk in, I'd go, 
pint, please. Sorry about that. Did Fred touch your ass as well? <laughs> ah, look at that. This guy knows how to do it <laughs> straight <laughs> away. And also, you're making him laugh with a little joke at the beginning because you've got a great sense of humour. Why would you, why would you <laughs> say that? Fred's not gay. And also... Why would you say that? Fred's not gay. <laughs> didn't say. What's sweetheart? What's the matter with no, you? Didn't Are you a homophobe? Fred's, what's, Fred's Fred lovely. Fancy, he wouldn't do that. What's wrong with you? Probably. Why would you say Fred does that? It's probably a per- it's probably a person- so got, it it's, it's probably a personality. <laughs> she could react like that. I mean, she won't have that much of a sense of humour. I mean, to be fair, Greg, if I, if, up, I turned up and, if I turned up and you were my date, I wouldn't even go on the joke, pint. Big boy. <laughs> I wouldn't even order the pint. <laughs> Come on, throw another one at me. Make me laugh, funny man. <laughs> you like Oma Jalal? <laughs> I ordered short. You like Oma Jalal? That's funny. Ha-ha. I ordered short and stupid. You're halfway there. I should have said woman because I it was uh, it wasn't that far after this heartbreak, and I, was, I had to explain it. It's like to say it didn't happen. I used to sound like to Anne Frank. It didn't happen, and they go like, oh, so have you had any girlfriends recently? Any? I mean, seen any birds? Anything of, uh, important happened? Greg, have you, ever, have you tried doing magic tricks? It worked for Paul Daniels. And then if they say that, like. I mean, and you, and you just go like, nah, 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 nah. Forget. You I mean because it, it has how you are, how you're going to act with them. Possibly. Well, I mean, it's going to have what you've been through before is going to affect how you act with them. I suppose them. you've got so to you talk sort of about have it. To. You do have to. If it's if it's a big thing, I mean, if she's just if the bird you're seeing is just like had the worst divorce ever, a fucking a child died or something, Leave. she's going to fucking tell you, isn't she? She's going to go, oh. but then you probably. Probably would have got to, found that shout. You probably would have found that shout before you get on the date, and then it could be a blind date. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, then you probably wouldn't go on the date in the first place. <laughs> what do you think uh, Alan Titchmarsh's views on drug users are? Couldn't give a fuck. You think he couldn't give a fuck? I reckon. No, no, I couldn't give a fuck what his views are. I reckon what, corporal name, punishment. Name yeah, any random correct. person off the TV and ask me what I think. <laughs> that was the quiz, and, and you got it wrong. The answer was corporal right. punishment. Hanging. Talking of quizzes, is that actually true? Yeah, he thinks they should all be locked up and hung. Every, anyone who does drugs should <laughs> be yeah. hung. Yeah. Really? Well, corporal he punishment, said that. Johnny said. Yeah, he did. You yeah. can look Where? it up. Ages ago, a long you, time ago. You, what, he said it out loud? It's and that, down. that shows his terrible planning, his terrible planning skills and mismanagement. Why lock them up and hang them? You're just wasting mm-hmm. a room. Well, I believe he's, he's out of touch, quizish, but I don't think he's that out of touch. Oh, he is. Or is it, maybe he is, but I don't he think thinks They should all be locked in a warehouse with as much heroin as they can do and then just do the heroin until they're dead. Oh, no, that was my dad that used to say that, but it's like <laughs> similar kind of views. <laughs> the last underground... Let's talk about London Underground. So the last ever bar on the Tube. Did you know there used to be pubs on the Tube? Yes. Yeah, and the, uh. so we used to get out of a train. There used to actually be pubs on the platform, and the last ever bar on the tube, which cost two p to get into, closed in 1985, and it was called the Hole in the Wall at Sloan Square, and it was a favourite among thirsty passengers. There used to be a cat there as well that used to sit in there, Kim the buffet cat that used to hang around. So you used to find in loads of pubs up and around about. But so you're looking at your phone. You're, imagine, are you reading this from someone well, else's yeah, experience? I'm just, by heart, are you it? saying that? Are you saying this is what you remember, or you're reading this off the phone? No, it's just I'm just reading a interest. I'm giving you some interesting yeah, okay, information. So when, when was this from? Then and when I'm did... reverting back to it because it's like to refresh it in my mind. And I apologise if I don't remember everything no, I always no, talk about. No, no, but I just want to know because you, you, the way you read it out, you said we. Used to remember this thing. Are you read that like well, a lot of someone else used someone to. Someone else it. used to remember. It. Yes, yeah. not me, not me. But do you remember it from when you read it first? But I remember reading about it <laughs> a few months ago, and that's why I'm bringing it up now. Shut up, Johnny. But back in the old days, there used to be pubs on the London Underground. That's why I thought it was unusual. That's why when? I wanted to bring it up. But 1985 it. was the last okay. one that shut in Sloane Square. 
What I was going to say to you guys was, imagine um, you step off the train and you... Have you ever heard of something called a time slip? Step off the train. Oh, that's nice. Have you ever heard of a time slip? Yes. Time slips is in that, my... Is that what ladies would wear underneath their skirts? No, a time slip is where you... You can be go. You can be walking somewhere, or going into a house, or a building, or a pub, or a shop, or anywhere uh, off a train, and suddenly you're back in time. You're back into <laughs> another age. Yeah, sliding doors. Thank you, Greg. Uh, and then suddenly it just disappears, and you come out of it, and you're back to normal. My my father tells a story about a long, long time ago. He he went uh, holiday in Cornwall because it actually it happened to um didn't it happen to Rodney off of Only Fools and Horses? Yeah, that's Good Night Sweetheart. Yeah, yeah that's time slip. Yeah, yeah you're right. No, 100%. Good night, yeah. sweetheart. That's exactly what that is, based on fact. Uh, my father, fact. years ago, he used to go on holidays in Cornwall, and then once he found this restaurant, and it was really good, cheap uh, fry-up, and there had loads of old cars parked outside. And he was like, oh, I'll put that on the map and go back there. And years later, he went back, and it didn't exist. It wasn't there. And he reckons he'd gone into a time slip and gone back in time. And uh, I was thinking that, well, they might, they might have just knocked down that restaurant. Oh, yeah, could have done. I was thinking, though, wouldn't it be good if you stepped off a train station and there was a pub there, an old bar, and you paid like a 2p to get in, just like that says, 1985. You're like, what? And then all the beer's really cheap. Could you imagine that? And you could, you'd could, be like, oh, I'll stay in a, This is weird. They've got one of those at Marleybone. You pay about 50p to get in, and then they've just got troughs and troughs of beer that you can just sip out of. No, that's a toilet, Johnny. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> So I was joking. I was thinking, wouldn't it be good if we could do a little improv where you boys step off a train? Like, so you're, say you've gone to London to darts night or whatever. Or you, you, one of these things you boys do in London. It's a bit when like you're, the one we did earlier. When we went back to the seventies, but we're just going back to the eighties now. Yeah, a little bit similar. <laughs> but in this, in this, this is the sequel to Life on Mars, Ashes to Ashes. So you step off the train, boys, and I'll be I'll be running the pub, the hole in the wall, and then you step in. Well, and so then, just so you know, so it, they were pubs in the underground so we're getting on a, an underground train yep. so were they as you get off the tube there's just a pub right yeah, in front where of there was like yes, there was pub yeah. D- there yeah directly there off the on the platform and you could smoke and you got I presume yeah. so and what would you do just piss on the bar well, and then have, se- and have sex with out. wenches let's oh, find out shall we I want to find step out step off the train ask me some questions I'll be doing my research let's go begin this time slip <laughs> don't do that do they <laughs> this must be the times of the steam underground Hey, wow. Have we gone through time again? Everything's GD in black and white. And one. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would appear we have. Hey, well, let's, go time- get, we must, let's, let's go and get a cheap beer. The beer's- Look, Johnny, Johnny looks in fashion. <laughs> he does, yeah. Look, all your day, weird day glow stuff fits in back here, Johnny. Well, it's black and white, isn't it? I look wicked. Let's, what? Uh, let's go and, Let's go and get some really cheap beer. Let's get as many cheap beers as we can before we go back to the future. Oh, no. Guess what? I've only got pound coins. These don't come out until 1988. Oh, or shit, yeah. Or 84, but they're not out yet. Johnny, sell some of your futuristic clothes to someone. Well, I've only... Sell I've only, a futuristic jacket. You don't need it. It's I've only warm. got a wallet full of notes, but they're all from the future. Um, some, Anyone got their card? Johnny, give me <laughs> give your T-shirt. Oh, uh, right. Or your trousers. Give me your trousers. Give me your colourful trousers. You'll be able to make parachutes out of them. Yeah. Hello, boys. I'm Busty Mary. What are you drinking? Oh, nice beard, oh, Mary. Busty Mary, we don't suppose you've got any um, pot washing um, jobs because we've travelled quite far, but we don't have any money and we're very parched. Well, I'll tell so- you what. Whoa, 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 wait. I've got this. Now hits seven. That What's doesn't the- come out for another 
four years. Or CD players. It's got futuristic music on it. What's that? A mirror? Listen to this. It's a it's a tape from the future. It's like a mirror. You can make these hits. Have we worked out what year we're in? It might be 1985. I think money would be fine. It's it's not 1985. Oh, I thought it's got Rick Astley. Never give want to give you up on it. Listen to this. Make this song and it'll make you a millionaire. Look, we have five pints now, please. Mary, is fifty quid. <laughs> it's a Scottish one. It should be all right. Yeah, that's fine. Thanks. Look, fifty that's quid. We can drink for the rest of our lives. Oh, that's more than enough. What are you drinking, fellas? I'll get you. Just get you some change. Oh, just. Uh, oh, we'll get change. Wicked. We can smoke in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can smoke. What do you think about them? Colin Black Label. You want a Colin Colin? Black Label? Yeah, I mean, follow the bear. Never. What would I do? What, 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 uh, oh, Guin- oh, no, Guinness, Guinness is Guinness is eternal. They had Guinness we back don't in the eighties. Oh what? I've, I want to see. I want to see some tits. Can I order seventeen packets of uh, peanuts, please? Yeah, sure. Into the sardine. Oh, my favourite. <laughs> You're being a bit oh, rumptious, boys. Uh, can I have some change for the fruity? Ooh, tenth pint. Yeah, you go. Actually, keep <laughs> the fifty. I'll take the fruity with me. You're gonna miss your train, boys. Oh but- yeah, shit. Back, Back to, to the, the future. future. Hey. Come on, lads. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Step on the train. Going back to the future again. Uh, I think the this week's podcast has uh, done Greg's best of both rule. And Greg's best of both rule says we get the best of jokes and the best of chat. <laughs> but yeah, he's always indeed. said that. It's called his best of both. <laughs> Are you reading that? Yeah, it's your best of both rule, Greg. Okay. You told me that. Do you find the problem with Androids, we were talking about the Eternals earlier, and they were like self-aware Androids. The problem with Androids on TV shows is because as soon as they become self-aware, they uh, the show can't go anywhere. Because all, all shows about Androids are them suddenly be- realising they're an Android and getting emotions and becoming self-aware, and then that's the end of the show, isn't it? The, agree, really, yeah. Agree. Well, Westworld proved that. Big, Westworld. Yeah. Um, what's the other one? Humans. Yeah. Mm. Uh, is there any others? Eternals, I suppose. Blade is Runners. A kind of thing. Blade Runner. Metal Mickey. It's all Metal Mickey. It's another good one. Super Gran. Yeah, it's all the same story. <clears throat> okay. Right. Do you know the Crankies? <laughs> Not personally. <laughs> no, not personally, no. Did you know the old boy was well, fucking... I know of them, Did yeah. you know the dad was fucking the little boy? Uh, <laughs> so, but it was okay back then. Yeah, I know. It's pretty fucked up, right? <laughs> right, anyway, let's do a seance, because we haven't done that for a while. So we're going to do a seance now. I haven't and, done that joke uh, since 1985. <laughs> this is somebody that's uh, come through to me this week, and I know you may be thinking, who is it? Sydney Portier? Ooh, yeah. I did notice you called Moon your cat. Yeah. I did notice you called your cat, Mr. Tibbs. By the that way, that act who's in Moon Knight. Yeah. Where did I get Mr. Tibbs from? Skiing accident. Hey, call me Mr. Tibbs, Sydney Poitier. I thought. Yeah, was it, is that where I got that? What is that? Was that the, Yeah, is that the fucking name? I was, I was trying to work out where I got that from. Yeah. So, did you see that this week? The actor that was in Moon Knight died in a skiing accident. No. He's like what? 37 year old He's been in like Hannibal And oh. those other stuff French guy Oh right Yeah he's Oh in, yeah I saw that He's in Moon Knight So I haven't yeah. I'm not channeling Skiing. him Sorry I'm not channeling him No it's best to channel old people I think. Well I will be an old yeah. person Because someone who's come through This someone's week had a good life So yeah someone who's had a very good life And do you know who that is Who came I through mean, this a week a good life A long good, good long life I'm not saying mate He didn't Prince have a good Phillip. life No Please be Prince Philip um, <laughs> It was Peter Stringfellow Oh Peter Stringfellow's dead yeah, he died a long time oh, ago. Died, but this week, I've been he's, I've been dreaming about him all week, and he's coming through. You've been dreaming about him all. You've been dreaming about Peter Stringfellow all week. That's fucking disgusting. Like fully clothed, yeah, like, in his like, leopard print. He, like, he did have lovely hair. Right. Speedos. Uh, he did, think of your questions you want to ask him, fellas, because he's going to come through in a minute. I'm just going to hold it down. It was his down. main skill. 
Peter. Hello, oh, Peter. Oh, how are you feeling? Yeah. Hey, uh, Who are you mixing with up there, Peter? Where am I? You're on Earth, Peter. You're in the on the Idol Matinee podcast. Oh, yeah. you're, you're, in, mi- you're inside you another man's body. I don't feel myself. So again, Chris, you had a question. Have you got a question for me, guys? <laughs> Who are you mixing with Max whilst Cl- you're up in Max heaven? Clifford? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, you got you, you guys like brothers. Well, I was thinking your faces. Max quite... did a lot for me back in the day. A lot of dolly birds up here as well. So, Peter, you famously uh, wore men's tangas. I uh, did. Are you still wearing them? And does Max? I wear what I like, and I like what I wear. Oh, I saw a picture of you on the beach. You know that? You know the band in the, the Blue Cantina band in Star Wars. Yeah. You know that that thing that sings with the long lips. Never seen it. Mm. It's got yeah. like a big belly and like really skinny legs and like long lips. That's, that's like you on the Easy beach. Easy to criticise. Maybe take a look in the mirror at yourself sometime. I am. How much I'm pussy a, you had? All right. All right. Reason, I was going out with twenty-year-olds when I was sixty-nine. That's not quite Do you reckon right. You'll is still it? be going out with mid-twenties when you're sixty. Doubt it, young man. Um, <laughs> he was going out with 69-year-olds yeah, when he was 20. <laughs> probably not. Beat that. It's Maybe creepy, you get yourself a business behind you. Pull your bootstraps up. Get your finger out your ass. Oh, okay, what famous yeah. celebrities did you have in your... <laughs> what famous celebrities... <laughs> that. What famous celebrities did you have in your in your swanky club? And we have had, you got any, any stories yeah, to Yeah, we had us? them all. We had The Craze. We had Barbara Windsor. We had Danny LaRue. I'll tell you a story once. Danny was horrible to Babs once and the craze said I go and sort him out and I said can't don't touch him what's that the craze told you to go and sort him out no Craig was going to sort out Danny LaRue because he was horrible to Babs no right. yeah, have you got any other stories no <laughs> you're a repulsive guy hey don't be like that you're just jealous aren't you because I get a lot of young fanny and you're like <laughs> what do you get middle aged man nothing <laughs> So you were famously pro-Brexit and there was a lot of uh, stories about untoward goings on with the strippers behind the scenes. I'm not sure if he's... I don't want it, I'm not sure if this guy's... Did we leave? How did that go? I, d- I can't remember the story. I was hoping you could. He's given as good as he gets. I had a lot of young fella. fanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did say What's that. What's the matter? Jealous, mate? Yeah, yeah, I'm jealous. Well, you yeah. still be having young fanny when you're in your 70s. No, doubt it. We're, we're, we're all jealous of your young fanny. It's great that you're doing doubt so well it. in the fanny. <laughs> what you doubt we're jealous? Yeah, you're right. Doubt you're having anything, mate. Oh, what the you're not God. even businessmen. You're, you're on the back, you're on the front foot a lot, aren't you, Pete? I mean, you're not, even, Pete, Pete, you're not making you any sense. Yeah, is it true that you had the surgery to actually have a fanny so that you could say you always had a young fanny? No, of course it's not true. You fucking idiot! <laughs> well, I just Peter, had a very successful run of businesses. Those pictures of the beach. You, yeah. you give me a lot of confidence about my ability to get into heaven, given that you're up there, you little shit. Yeah, he didn't, hey. he, he didn't say he was in oh, heaven, did he? Oh, oh, well, what happened? It's oh. gone. He's no, gone, guys. True, he He's didn't. gone, fellas. He was lovely. How was he? He was a really nice chap. He gave me some good advice about getting young Fanny. And oh, that's good. He did have a lot of young girls, <laughs> yeah. so he'd, probably, he'd, give, he'd be the person yeah. to ask, wouldn't he? Quite motivating. Young what, Fanny. Whatever happened to Peter? Whatever, whatever, whatever happened to Peter Stringfellow, the businessman? This week I found out Jeff Bezos earns about £1,000 a day. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but imagine what he pays in taxes. I think I've earned a thousand pound a day. He doesn't at one use point. taxes, mate. Yeah, he gets people to drive him round. He doesn't need to use it's taxes. Probably, after taxes, it's probably only five hundred quid a day. So he may as well have he been a plumber. A, he probably makes a thousand pound. It's more than a second. It's like he makes a thousand pound in a. Let's not break the joke. No, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to work. Obviously, it's a joke, but. Um, I'm just trying to work out how much, how quick he does actually make thousand. So should we go for the Brown Bear Comedy Club then? Even yeah. though Greg doesn't well, want to go. I think you've started. No, well, no, I mean, no. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. I'm your host for the evening, as I always am, Mike Stephen Compare. You may have seen me, you may not have seen me. Uh, this is the Brown Bear Comedy Club. It's the act where we get loads of brand new acts on stage, fresh improvising, giving you what you want to hear, and loads of great the comedy. Club. This week we're coming from Sloan Square, the hole in the wall, uh, the last pub on the London Underground Tube, and it's yeah. uh, shut down in 1985, so we've got a time machine. We're back there with all the punters. So we've got a lot of great acts here tonight. We've got four cracking acts for you tonight. They'll be in and out, and you'll be out the door and home before you know it. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the first back act tonight. His name's Housebreak Horace. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Housebreak Horace. Hey. Oh, gang. I'm Housebreak Horace. I'm a comedy burglar. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm just... <laughs> I don't, my, Mike Steve compared didn't have many acts, so he, he grabbed me. I'm an old mate of his. But, and he goes, oh, come, he goes, come and do a set. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll burgle houses. I can't do comedy. He goes, yeah, just come on. Call yourself the comedy burglar. So here I am. Steal some, <laughs> steal some jokes. No, no, okay, we got some. <laughs> we got yeah. some on you, have you? I'll come down there. I can do. I can try to steal <laughs> some. Funny, funny stories about when you've been but, doing burglaries. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's probably. I could do that. I could draw on my experiences as a burglar and make them funny. Home, catching you. you yeah, one it? time. Have you um, ever done a shit on a carpet? <laughs> Well, yeah, that, no, that, I don't understand why anyone would do that because it's not in this day. I used to back in the eighties before the DNA thing. It's like nineteen eighty-five. We used to be shitting all over everyone's carpets back in the day, pissing on them, wanking all over the walls. But now, now you can't do any of that, um, all that shit because all the DNA stuff. Yeah. So no, yeah, that's that's a bit. There you go. That's a bit of a joke, wouldn't yeah. it? Eh? You ever stolen <laughs> any Christmas presents? Oh, all the time. I'm the fucking Grinch. Well, I'm not the Grinch. Cause I fucking love Christmas, but no one else likes Christmas when I'm around. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, I fucking I had a PlayStation Five this year. Wait, well, I'd three. I'd got two. I got one for my son as well. I don't want to fucking share. <laughs> uh, and, you ever um, stolen a woman's heart? Um, no, I, I tend to get <laughs> tend to get my heart broken by the ladies. If I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do you do if the homeowners are home? Um, well, I, <laughs> I like to. Uh, I, don't, I don't really like to go in the house when they're there. Uh, if I'm honest, good it's, Yeah, it's not right. You can I mean, tell him a joke and put him to sleep. I'll be honest with you. I'm not really that proud of what I do. Uh, what comedy? I want, <laughs> 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 yeah, no, the house burglar. I've got no problem with that. I mean, yeah, I've, I've killed a granny once for a burglar. Yeah, do not give a fuck with an ashtray. <laughs> Love an ashtray. Um, anyway, yeah, that's it. I'm, uh, I've been boiled by housebreak Horace burgling Bill. Yeah, still later. <laughs> well, every lovely stuff there. That was housebreak Horace. Some cracking stuff there from him about his comedy times on the burgling. So now let's move on to our next act. Without further ado, please put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen, for Andrew Hoover. It's Andrew Hoover. I like to Hoover Hoover. I like to Hoover Hoover. I like to Hoover Hoover. Hoover. 
I like to hoover, hoover. Hoover. I like to hoover, 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 hoover. Yeah. Hoover. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Andrew Hoover. Cracking act all about Hoover's there. That's some really good stuff. Now moving on to the next act. Please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Jeffrey Jaffa Safari. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey Jaffa Safari. Hello, hello. Jeffrey Jaffa Safari here. You said it with a G. It's got a J, you fucking idiot. Um, another enemy, I suppose. I've already got an enemy. Um, his name's Martin Bracewell. Um, I nickname him Lewis Hamilton. Um, I don't really want to say why, but let's just say it's to do with the state of his brother. Um, he spread a rumour about me, and he, he said that I fucked a dog. Pretty poor form, because it was just a, you know, a rush of circumstances where he actually caught me. He didn't catch me. I was... Um, just in the bush, you know, relieving myself. It's like when you go for a brisk walk, sometimes you just want to expel the uh, the the odd bodily juice, some fluid that might be flushing around in yourself, and clean the pipes out. The fact that my dog was there because he gets attracted to the smell of it. He does it. He uses my socks and anything when I'm at home. Fucking so hell, it's only natural he was there. Um, and. What had happened is some flicked on his back, so then I had to, like, wipe it off his back, but I had it covered myself up, because I'm in the countryside, it shouldn't matter. But he came round, just anyway. Fucking Martin fucking Bracewell. Martin Bracewell. So do you know how I've got my way back? I'll tell how I've done it. Every time I come across an Alexa, or I think there's an Alexa in the building, I shout, Martin Bracewell is a paedophile, Alexa. (laughs) Alexa, Martin... Bracewell was a paedophile. Martin Bracewell was a paedophile because that way that becomes higher up as a search. Um, and well, other people will find it. They might even look into it and um, hopefully look into it. So, yeah, fucking enemies. Anyway, away from enemies, it's been uh, COVID. It's been it's obviously bothering us, but it's just starting to open up again. So I went to a show. It was nice getting out after the COVID, though. <coughs> I went to see the Chuckle Queen. And Paul Chuckles joined the remaining members of Queen. So a little bit like McBusted, you get the best of the Chuckle Brothers with um, <coughs> the best of Queen. Jeez. So you get, uh, I want to break free from me to you. Uh, we will rock to me to you. It's a kind of Barry and to me to you Rhapsody. Um, it was a night, though, where I realised I was getting too old and um, took myself home i have got a joke about a chemsex party now <coughs> what about bohemian but, rhapsody to you i said that cheers mate as well um he fucked the dog you see my <laughs> did you see why i did not fuck a dog did not fuck a dog it was just it was in the same predicament as me if you were in that bush wanking and you had a dog that loved the smell of sperm and you too would have been in the same position as me it's like a room full of Martin fucking Bracewells who um, if you could all put it into your phone Martin Bracewell was a paedophile just for me and just send it as a search this is a free thing um, I'd really appreciate it anyway do you like hoovering (laughs) my finger um it was the other day when i realized 
because one part of your body has to have grown first and your one part of your body developed first from which the rest of your body um then emanated from when you're uh, you know um a little fetus fucking hell mate get on with it do you like to hoover and i've realized i grew from my little finger what the fuck? He's got no crowd control, has he? Okay, the rest of my body is just attached to this finger. And I think it's the fact that it smells and it's the nail was the longest makes me think it was the first thing that grew with me because it certainly looks the oldest. But <coughs> big little finger always makes me feel a bit sad because I had a friend whose brother killed himself and he had a long little finger with like a long sharp nail on it you know like you think see like sleazy blokes who like snort coke and those sort of things would have that long nail but he had it and unfortunately it ended up being his downfall because he spent a lot of time alone and he just one day was just like fiddling and unpicked his belly button and all his organs fell out and he died um, and it's down as suicide because the sort of character he was, but I don't think he he meant it. Okay. Um, I'm not going to do my joke about the chemisex okay. party. Good night. Um, Jeffrey oh, Jeffrey's no. party. Thank you very much, Sergeant. Uh, hey, yeah, everyone's gone. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. There's only a few people left. No, we no, do have one no, more. No, act. What... There's three people left. Sorry about that. Everyone fucked off home. Uh, but we have got one last guy, ladies and gentlemen. Please put your hands together. The last guy, Rody Ron. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rody Ron. Have we missed the Hello last everybody. train? My name's Rody Ron. Uh, I've been in the music business for the last 25 years. Uh, I've got a lot of stories. I'm not really a comedian. I do tell a few jokes, and some of my stories people do find quite funny. Uh, I've worked with most musicians, most of the big names. So, uh, really, what I like to do is just ask the audience to chuck out a name of a musical act they like. Can be anyone. I've worked with the big boys, Queen, Sorry, guys. So, do you Chumbawamba. Want... Chumbawamba. Chum- what do you say, mate? Johnny Thunder. I've never heard of Johnny Thunder, mate. I don't know if that's, uh, I might not have worked with him. But, yeah, Chumbawamba. Uh, tub Thumping. Yeah. Yeah, you know the song Tub Thumping. Yeah. Funny story about Chumbawamba. I'll tell you a good story about them. Right, so back in the day, I was working with uh, Chumbawamba and we were working at the Brit Awards. And do you remember a guy called John Prescott, an MP? Yeah. Yeah, they threw water all over him. Oh, yeah. I, was wor- I can't remember if I just saw that on TV or I was working with him. But yeah, that, that happened. Anyone, any others? I'll give you one more, boys. Boy. Run DMC. Run DMC, yeah, the three black lads. Used to work with them back in the day uh, doing their rap songs. I'm an old school mate. I'm old school. Say oh, it like it is. Okay. They yeah. were, but they were black. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, used to do a lot of music with them back in the day. And uh, funny thing about them boys is they never used to play their own records. Yeah. So they used to borrow, they used to hire them from the local library. And then uh, yeah, never owned any records. Run DMC. Do you want one more, boys? Any more? Any more? Any more yeah, for uh, any more? Uh, 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 the Bangles. What? Warlock and Egyptian. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, they yeah, sung yeah. that, didn't they? You know, I mix them up with banana rama sometimes. Yeah, you meant the manic Mondays ones, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Bangles, yeah, right. Actually, good story about them. Their biggest hit, what like the Egyptian, yeah. I went, I went, we went, did a tour of Egypt, and they got the inspiration from that song when they went round the pyramids. Oh, makes sense. 
So thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I hope those, yeah! uh, hope those stories cheered you up and made you laugh. I've been Rody Ron. Good night. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That was the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Some cracking acts tonight. I'd like to apologise for the middle act that went on for far too long. But ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> so I hope you thoroughly enjoyed the uh, comedy tonight. And please come again next week. Good night. Have a lovely, safe journey home. Good night. Thank you for listening for this week's Hard of Matinee podcast. Thank you, everyone. Uh, my name was Ben. That was Greg. Au revoir. I've been Gregoire. Thank God Chris is back. That was Chris. Thanks for having me back. Always, Chris. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. And that was Johnny. Fandabby Dawsey. And don't forget to listen to Crisp Packet. The Crisp Packet. That's probably the best. Bye, one. everyone. Toodaloo. Super Mario in real life.